Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the weird and trippy extra planar locales of Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I miss the terrifying waters. You've made your own bed this time, Jason, I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah, i got to admit. Uh, I'm your host and dungeon master, Jason Phelps, and I'm joined as ever by Robbie, Earl Grey Bellicom, Sam, Archduke Black Burns, and Ellie, Captain Scarlet Sparrow. Yay! Oh yeah, Ellie wins. Ellie definitely wins. Yeah. I always win. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Oh. I will win D&D. &D. No, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> We're playing D&D &D for the third day in a row. Yes. It's, it's fucking the best awesome. It's so good. It's great. We thought we might have to wait for weeks, but no, it's the next yeah. day, and yeah. I love it. We're so tired, Fantastic. but it's so much fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, like, our sense of time is really going. We've, we've got a long Christmas drought coming up, so... <laughs> We're going to be crazy yeah. by the end of it from the yeah. lack of D&D. &D. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're yeah. going to be very sad. Well, Every sure... day feels like a Monday. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. But Mondays that... are okay for us because D and D. I yeah. like Mondays. Mondays are my favourites. Yeah. They're usually days Mon off. Yeah, and also Mondays, are my days, Mondays off. Are, are, are my day off. Except at the moment when it's Tuesdays. Maybe it's whenever Christmas is. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to freelance life, guys. Um, Freelancing. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, no, it's Monday. We're like, yes, Monday. Yes, Come thank, here. Thank God <laughs> it's like, Monday. Hooray! It's the weekend. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you and your weekends. <laughs> we have we service your weekends. God, I can't remember the last time I had an uninterrupted weekend. Yeah. Oh boy. No, I genuinely can't. Well, I had a week yeah. off in September. So I suppose maybe I had an interrupted weekend then. Hmm. I don't know. Well, speaking of uh, interruptions. And time. And time. <laughs> it's time for us to interrupt ourselves as ever and ask uh, Future Us have you any messages from the present? Hello, it's Future Jason, always happy to serve as an interruption with messages from the present. To begin with, a message from our sponsor. Libris Arcana offers monthly or quarterly dice subscriptions. Head over to librisarcana.com, and for less than 12 US dollars, just under 9 quid, you'll receive a set of 7 premium dice and one randomly selected bonus die every month to sate the will of the die-hungry beast below. This month's set is Sonic Boom! Last week on this tale of high adventure, we learnt of how the legendary John gathered the loyalty of the D4, the D6, and the D8 together in his quest to bind the fabled Libris Arcana. But what awaits him in this week's episode of Libris Arcana Abridged? Let me tell you of the days of high adventure. Next, John ventured out onto the blasted heath, where the duo he sought next were waiting. The Spinning Top Brothers, single and double. I seek to bind the Libris Arcana, he called out to them. Will you join me on my quest? Only a few, said single. Can beat us, said double. Then both turned their magic against John and his companions. The pair spun. Both faces turned to twos, a strange sense of unease settling upon the party. They spun again, eight on double, seven on single, and suddenly double took to the sky. The D8 raised their bow to fire upon double, while John charged with drawn blade against single. An arrow from DA's bow struck home. Double fell from the sky, but as they struck the ground, their face turned to an eight. Single's spinning halted, his face a three. John gasped. 
Black wisps sprung from his breath and into Double's broken form, their wounds healing. Double turned weakly, their face becoming a four. Single began to spin up for a final strike on the weakened John, but their face turned at the last moment to a one. With a soft popping sound, Single's form shrank down to a small potted plant. John and his companions surrounded Double with their weapons, carrying the potted Single under one arm. Defeated, Double surrendered, and when Single reverted, they submitted to John and became the two D-10s. Climbing further up into the mountains, John sought out his next companion and did not have to look far. Rumbling and rolling down from a hill came the barbarian boulder, guffawing with mirth and mad with joyous rage. The boulder clashed with John again and again, but for all that John struck them, he could seem to do them no harm. By the twelfth bout, John was exhausted, so as the bout began, John did not rush in as before, but circled around and began to talk. The exchange at first was of insults and petty chatter, as two gladiators might have before blows, but soon began to turn to topics of reason and enlightenment, matters of history and humanity. As their conversation became more involved, the boulder's ardour began to fall. Their might faltered until they were coolly and civilly discussing the finer points of cross-continental porcelain trade with a fellow scholar. The pair met, smiling, and John immediately punched them in the face. The boulder fell and though dismayed by the deceit, accepted their defeat. They knelt and arose in John's service as the D-12. At last, John came to the summit of the mountain, where the loosed pages of the Libris Arcana fluttered free in the winds. There, at the heart of the storm, was none other than the sorcerer, Big Twenty, turning its baleful slitted eye upon John and his companions, Urging his companions to fight on in his stead, John raced about the summit, collecting the fluttering pages and binding them into the book. Only too late did Big Twenty realise what was coming, but even as it turned its ill-fated eye upon him, John completed the binding of the Libris Arcana, and with it bound the very spirit of Big Twenty itself, commanding it now and for all time as the D-20, last of the legendary companions. So it was that the Libris Arcana was bound. And so too can their bindings be yours, as Libris Arcana sells lovingly crafted leather book covers for all of your 5e handbooks, whether the Player's Handbook, Dungeon Master's Guide, Monster Manual and more. Check LibrisArcana.com for details. Listen up for a spot from our friends over at Prison Pals during the break this episode. We are at UK PodCon in Birmingham this Saturday, 2nd February, gentle listeners. If you are going, please do come along and say hello. If you just sing the theme tune as loudly as you can, uh, should we hear it, we will flock to you like seagulls to a dropped ice cream cone. Look forward to seeing you there. And lastly, we have a very special thank you. So special that I'm going to hand this one over to Celestia. Darling Morinth, I was excited in every way possible by your care package. There are a great many treasures within, and you have my word that they will be well taken care of. We humbly thank you for the new tools you have given us for our adventures. I'm sure they will bring as many hours of joy and many more chances to take. Stay fabulous, Celestia Stardust. And now a very special thank you from Ellie. So, you sent a letter 
to the person I made up from the Netherlands. You are fucking amazing and I love you and that care package was wonderful and the dice are gorgeous and we're all very excited. We've distributed them accordingly and we're very, very happy. Thank you so much. You are the greatest. Also, I love that those dice are called Stardust. You're the best. Thank you so much. A few words, by the way, on the care package itself. We received an absolutely lovely package from the pointy tail. Not only was it lovingly bound, uh, it was sealed with a wax seal. It came with an absolutely adorable, beautiful letter. Uh, A very nice uh, wooden box, uh, lovingly decorated, which I'm currently using as a dice tray, uh, or at least will be from, uh, I think, episode 36 onwards, um, as well as a beautiful d20 for each of us, a set of dice pouches in uh, lovely red faux leather, and an exorbitant amount of love, Uh, as well as several lovely little uh, dice tokens and one pendant. A heartfelt thank you to Morinth Rosewood from all of us here at Flintlocks and Farbles. And now back to you, past Jason. Uh, For future results, please interpret the following sounds. Okay, our our ocular device has now finished unfolding and we should be able to see into the... Okay, let's never show that again. (laughs) Are you trying to create a paradox again, Jason? No. No. (laughs) Maybe. Do we know approximately? This will be airing either at the start of February or the end of January. Okay. okay. Episode 30, guys. Um, Yay! This will be after, after your my birthday. birthday. Mm. One of them will be my Say birthday. Say happy birthday to Robbie last week. Or mm, possibly yeah. the week before. Or maybe the, or week, maybe before. the week before that. <laughs> We're in it. The 16th of January. Say happy birthday to Robbie. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, that's already past. gone past. Yeah. Um, Poke your head into the past and say it. This week on Robbie Watch, Robbie will have finished her tour. I'll be probably unemployed. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I need a few months of him. No, a month of him unemployment, maybe. Just mm. to recoup. Yeah. yeah. And then, temp work. Hooray. Probably. Who knows? Mm. Join me in the temp side. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note of gainful unemployment, <laughs> it's time to start Flintlocks and farbles. Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So, gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously, on Flintlocks and Farbles, the party, having found themselves in the great forest of Meadmere, stranded following the destruction of the Charlie's Regret, have been seeking a quick way out of the woods. Despite having travelled for a good 
16 days to where they got to and spent three days performing tasks in order to gain access to a mystical <laughs> gate on behalf of some fey entities, Dickhead let's just fairies. say. Dickhead we should just stay on the fairies. fucking beach and hope the boat came past. <laughs> Still on the beach had a little holiday, you know. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. That <laughs> was Vigue. Meanwhile, by this, uh, meanwhile, by this time, uh, Vigue has been rescued. They were actually just on the next beach over. Like, had you gone one set? No, no, <laughs> not canon, not canon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have sending. We could have sent that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh well. Oh. It took well. us like four days to remember we had sending. So no, it, it took makes you sense. ten days. Was it that long? Yeah, it, it was, took it you was like a week. ten days to remember you had sending. It took real life us like three survival. days to go, oh wait, shit. Fuck, <laughs> derp. Our ship had just sunk. We were grieving, mourning, yeah, not in our right yeah. mind. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, the players weren't just stupid. <laughs> the players were always just stupid. <laughs> well, to be fair, the players were kind of in mourning as well. <laughs> Fun fact, by the time this is this uh, we're recording this, that episode has actually just been released. Yes. So we only now we'll get to find out whether our uh, stowaways were just screaming at the uh, podcast, Why don't you use sending? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure at least one of them will yeah. be. Yeah. Oh, I know uh, my mum had a long journey today. She's probably listened to it. I need to talk to her about so that exciting. at some point. Uh, moving back to the previously on, however. The <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, just wrapping that up. Uh, you, having completed your three tasks for Anlin the Fair, uh, the fairy prince, you have been granted access to his gate to the Dreamfold. Fighty Gubbinswick, your long-standing companion and guide, has promised to help guide you through the Dreamfold as best he can. You've been given some stern warnings. Don't eat anything you find there. Avoid drinking anything you find there. Although that will merely make you sick as opposed to making it very difficult for you to inhabit the waking world. And for the love of the regent uh, and all the spirits, don't let any of your food get eaten by anything there. Uh, they will then be able to survive for extended periods of time in the waking world. Nevertheless, Travelling through the Dreamfold, in search of another portal, uh, exiting back into the waking world, hopefully hundreds of miles uh, and back in, away and back in civilization to speed up your journey, you will have to come. You have been instructed by Fighty that you must complete this task within before within a single night. The sun has just set. And the time is now coming, uh, and you apparently have 13 hours until the sun rises. Fighty has used a handy enchanted uh, pocket watch of his to curse all of your eyes, uh, so that while you're in the Dreamfold, if you see any timepieces, they will show the time as reflected on Fighty's clock, and give you a sense of how long you have until morning. If you don't get out by morning, you really don't know. Fighty seems to believe you may be trapped there until it becomes night again. Mm. And time may pass strangely. So, <clears throat> standing before the stone archway, you can see beyond there is what appears to be golden fields. Uh, not actually golden, sorry I should say, these aren't golden fields. They are rich, lush, emerald fields, a bright blue sky above clouds floating about, 
Uh, there are what look like really just bountiful apple trees beyond. Um, I have one question before we go in. <laughs> How long am I drunk for? <laughs> so, That's a very valid question, drunk. actually. Yep. Uh, we need to eat while we're in there, so I'm assuming metabolism will be similar. Yeah. Mm. You are drunk. <laughs> uh, let's see. Because I'm hella drunk. Uh, basically, yeah. After uh, at the end of every yeah once uh, once every hour, uh, you give me you, you you can essentially give me a new Constitution save to see if you sober up. Okay. So you're drunk for at least an hour. But Dreamfold time is weird, so we don't know. Yeah. Cool. You don't know whether that's... What if I'm pissed for, like, a week? <laughs> We're fucking hilarious. <laughs> Let me know when I feel major I'm aware of, because I know that in terms of real hours, I've got... About three hours Three left. hours left, we worked yeah. out, didn't we? Mm. So let me know where and where's off. Yeah. Okay. So. You find... That'll be interesting. Fighty looks at you all. We all ready? No other preparations you need to make? Lead the um, way, you crazy bastard. Has everyone been to the bathroom? Um, at some point, I did. Uh, okay, that's the point. Some creatures eat waste. Does that count as real world food? <laughs> do we have to take it all with us? Uh, it, do you have access to fire? Yes. yes. If you can burn it, that would be best. We have to burn it every time we poo. Oh, yes. Oh, goody. That's, <laughs> classically, that's classically how we... Uh, uh, how how the gnomes do it when we're traveling. Gnomes are fucking hardcore. I mean, some of the long-standing colonies collect it and use it as fertilizer, just so that we can continue to grow vaguely edible foods there. But right. there's problems, and it's it's a whole complicated mess. And I didn't grow up as a farmer. Yeah, Sounds like we had a lucky escape. <laughs> Cousin shrugs and says, "That's nah, fuel, fuel's fuel." <laughs> so, all right then. You step forward, and there's a strange sensation as you pass through, just like a, a weird warmth that passes through your body as you cross between the barrier. And you find yourselves just staring up at this vast expanse of gentle, rolling fields. Uh, there are all manner of, you know, Mostly apple trees, but you know, just like beautiful looking trees. The breeze is gentle against your skin. Uh, the sun is warm, and as you look around, you can see there are just. Uh, there are actually small, floppy eared bunny rabbits. <gasps> Bunnies! They have just... I seen bunny rabbits before? Oh, uh, you probably have seen a rabbit before. You like, you know. Mm. More fucking animals. <laughs> Ugh. I want to um, pet the bunnies. The, uh, I shouldn't pet the bunny. <laughs> okay. The bunny, uh, upon seeing you, unusually for a real bunny, hops uh, hops towards you and just allows you to stroke it. <gasps> its its fur feels just luxurious and soft. That's a bunny. I'm not fucking touching it. It's weird. Can we keep it? No, fuck off. You've got a got a fucking monkey. You don't need a bunny as well. <laughs> you heard what Fighty said. Bad idea. Also, you're burning the monkey shit. I'm not doing that. 
I'm so sorry I brought that up. The monkey <laughs> has so already thought of it the monkey suspicious of the rabbits has already begun shitting in his hand and starting throwing. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, that's your fucking problem. I'm not doing anything about it. <laughs> if you have a pet, you have to take the fucking consequences. How much does prestidigitation clean up? I couldn't possibly tell you how much monkey shit it could clean up. I have no idea. You you actually have a very good idea after that time uh, Jeffrey shat all over you. <laughs> <laughs> and you cleaned it up. Okay, we need to discuss this because you said it floated away in a cloud, so it's technically still there. Oh yeah, it doesn't disappear. You, you just um, remove it. So um, you could use prestidigitation to, neat, to put it all into a very neat pile. Yeah, without having to touch it, that's really, really good. Pile, pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs> the, the monkey shit burns merrily away. How do the bunnies react? The bunnies sort of seem a little startled. They run away, and then after a few moments, they seem to look around and continue just gently hopping about, uh, just gambling, for want of a better word. I don't trust these bunnies. I like them, but I don't trust them. Let's get moving. <laughs> Fighty That's... seems to have been studying the area around. Which way are we going, Fighty? Well, the good news is I think I have a rough idea of where of whereabouts we are. Geography is kind of a little bit mobile in the Dreamfold. The bad news is we're a little bit far away from the river, which is where we want to get to. I think we're in the gentle fields. Uh, the the gentle fields. Yeah, have you Doesn't ever sound had... too ominous. This isn't one of the worst bits. No. Um, if you've ever just had a nice dream about skipping through the fields, it was probably here. I can't say that's happened. No, not really. Hmm. Uh, Some not, people do. Not that I recall, but it's possible, I guess. We need to look for some. Uh, we're essentially going to have to look around until I can find one of the more solid landmarks. Uh, the mirror maze would do. The river, the river is ideal because if we get to the river, we're we're bound to find a gate out. There's right. a lot of the gates. A lot of the more stable gates are, are, are near the river. I'm not sure I want to go to a mirror maze. Sounds terrifying. Sounds horrible. It's not great, but it it does. You can get to the river directly from the mirror maze. I know that. Okay. Um, but there are problems with reflections and yeah. I get a lot of weird dreams with mirrors. Maybe you want to stay out of the mirror maze. You want to stay out of the mirror maze. Mm. <clears throat> I don't want Still, to though, there. just yeah, keep a weather eye out. No matter where we are, there's um, always dangerous. And you kind of peer out, and you can see in the distance. It looks like it's actually a fairly long walk. Like you might be walk. Like there's probably a, at least a good mile or two of these gentle rolling fields there's a small babbling brook that runs b uh, through them before in the distance you can just make out um there's well off in most directions there's just more rolling fields but in the very far distance you can see there's uh what looks like rows of carefully planted trees with leaves of gold stretching out into uh, onto a hill that rises beyond uh, a set of rocky-looking, barren hills that rise up into some mountains, and uh, an ominous forest uh, of tree uh, of leafless, uh, deciduous trees good. Ab above which there seems to the, the cloud there seem to be clouds gathered. 
I say we're gonna, since we don't want to just wander around the uh, gentle fields, we'll need to get out of this place if we want to try and find a landmark. Uh, if we just keep going uh, to one of those, your choice. Where do you, where, where do you fancy? Out of character, what were the options again? I'm sorry. So the options are uh, a, a an, what looks to be an orchard of golden-leafed trees, mm-hmm. um, uh, some rocky-looking mountainous uh, type, uh, a rocky-looking mountainous type uh, region with a pass, and uh, a set of uh, woods full of bare-leafed trees, uh, dark and surmounted by storm clouds. Okay, so the dark one looks fucking horrifying. Is anyone with me there? Yeah, and I don't like yeah. bare trees right now. They might be evil bug things. Yeah. So we're between the mountains and the nice goldy looking ones. I don't trust the nice goldy looking ones. Or the mountains. <laughs> well, would the mountains, would we we'd be able to get a better view of the surrounding area if we were up the mountains? Or is it kind of... Is it a pass um, through? This is more... Close to yeah. uh, The geography isn't mm, stable. Uh, you we we can get a rough idea, but there's some places where yeah where the exits aren't where you think they are. Once we get up there, we'll get more of a sense. Uh, you've kind of got to follow your instincts a lot in these places. But generally, if uh, if you see if we get up to the top of the of those hills and all we see are just hills in every direction, we'll need to look around for another way through. Right. So which one do we want to do? Do we want to do the mountains or do we want to do the goldy one? We could flip a coin. Yes. Might as well. So out of character. Um, odds or evens for the hill? Uh, odds for hills, evens for gold? Yeah. Yep, fine. Robbie's rolling a dice. Hills. Mountains. Yeah, hills, mountains. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay, you flip the, the, uh, the coin. It's uh, one of the... Uh, <laughs> it comes down on its side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it flips. It hits the side. It rolls in a circle for a few moments before eventually coming down with the with the orcish queen's head facing up. It's one of the silver coins that you picked up uh, in the uh, ruined city. Mm. <laughs> right, mountains it is. Onwards. All right. You continue hey. on uh, traveling, uh, and yeah, every now and again you see um, you see more of these rabbits. There is at one point a red bushy-tailed fox which uh, crawls up out of a hole and then snuggles up with a rabbit for a bit before um, just padding away. Now I'm no expert. That ain't right. Okay, I was going to ask. I I didn't know if I just got the surface wrong or if that was fucking weird. That's a hunting thing. Causing is that weird? Um, well, I've certainly not seen anything like that before. Ugh. As you yeah. proceed, you notice the rabbits are actually starting to... Like, they started out with fairly rabbity colours. Browns, whites, blacks, greys. The browns are giving ways to reds. Some of the blacks are turning into purples. The greys are becoming blues. The rabbits are just getting a lot more technicolour mm. as you go on as well. I don't think that's normal either. Yeah, again, not seeing many rabbits. But that doesn't seem like rabbit colours to me. I've only seen like ones you get... In cages for foods. I'll be honest, I think I've only seen like one rabbit. They're all brown, aren't they? Food. Well, there were a load of rabbits in the uh, hills surrounding Barnacle Point, but that was just. They were more the, the, you know, your grey or your brown sort. Not blue then. 
Nope. Definitely mm. never seen a blue rabbit. Place is fucking weird. One of the blue rabbits sort of shakes its fur and glitter comes out. Yeah, no, no, that's not normal. <laughs> I like it. It's great. Uh, <laughs> it, as you say that, it kind of bounds up and up to you and sits in its hind legs. I touch it. It just gently. It feels like a very, like a very light, gentle electric shock as you brush its fur. Oh, it's an electric rabbit. Well, that's horrifying. <laughs> Only a little bit. Only a little bit. Yeah, a little bit electric. At the moment. Okay. Out of character, you've basically found Blue Pikachu. Hmm. <laughs> yes. uh, Blue Pikachu is actually in the Monster Manual. Oh, Minim is the yeah. uh, Pokemon. Oh, wow. <laughs> Pulsey and Minim. And Minim, I think, is the blue one. Hmm. Don't know. Um, but, no clue. Yeah. The, um, as you journey on, the blue, uh, slightly uh, sparky rabbit uh, just bounds along after you. Do I have glitter on my hands? You do. I put it on my face like it's war paint. <laughs> you now have glittery war paint. I feel amazing. <laughs> you look amazing, but I don't trust it. Uh, can I have a perception check from everyone, please? Yes. Yep. Ooh, 17. Ooh, um... That's a disadvantage because it's wisdom-based, isn't it? Yep. Cool. Oh. That's why you're playing with the rabbits, because you're drunk. I am drunk, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. what I'm doing. Um, 16. Six. Okay. <laughs> Too busy touching the glitter rabbit and being a mm. drunk fucker. Causing and Scamp, you just hear off from the babbling brook. <laughs> and you look over and you see just almost kind of translucent for a moment uh, a young, uh, young boy probably around eight or nine human uh just with uh, with shorts uh, trousers rolled up into shorts dipping his feet into the brook and splashing water at the rabbits who are uh sort of dan who are bounding around he stays there for a few moments before kind of flickering in and out of existence and then vanishing you look over I... and you see just uh, again there is a, a young woman with a basket full of wildflowers wandering through the field, picking wildflowers partially there before, and seems to kind of frolic around in the fields before fading out of existence. Fighty. Yeah. Are those people who were asleep? Dreaming. Aye, those would be the dreamers. What happens if you hit one or touch one? Uh, someone has a very weird experience in their dream. Uh, yes, I did do it when I was a kid. What happens if you kill someone? Um... Why are you like this? <laughs> oh. Unfortunately, it's a practical question here. I mean, can they see could... us? Sort of. Uh, oh. There is a way to talk to people in their dreams, as you. But there is. But you need to. It requires training. Uh, if you, if uh, one of you were to go up to someone, most likely they they would see some figment of their dream come up and do it so it'd be like, like someone so, they knew or something like that someone they knew or you might be a giant rabbit or something hmm. um and depending on how they feel about giant rabbits speaking to them that might be pleasant or terrifying i'm not sure i'd enjoy that it sounds awful mm. generally the what the dream will adjust to incorporate you in some way uh you can kill a dreamer um they wake up with a terrible shock unless they got a weak heart Okay. Uh, there is a way to kill someone if you haunt their dreams repeatedly for to. weeks until you wear their, their uh, them down enough through exhaustion that their hearts stop from the terror. 
Do I really want to know how you found that out? Uh, yeah, because that's uh, kind of a capital crime in our culture. Oh, good. Right. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that um, at least there's there's some sense of decency among uh, gnome kind. Well, yes, like most societies, we generally frown upon rampant murder. And <laughs> rampant murder aside, I have a much more important question. Yes. What about sex dreams? <laughs> and now I'm thinking of rampant murder. You'll be looking for the lover's palace. <laughs> oh, oh, right. I mean, I'm not looking for it. I mean, not that I'm looking for it. We're definitely not looking for it. My, You're a child. Exactly. <laughs> Please don't let's go there. No, I was just curious. I wasn't planning on taking a trip there. It was just a place that my brain went because I'm pissed. That's all right. Just, um, yeah, I mean, you know, you, gnomes of a certain age will go there just for curiosity, but after a while it's just like anywhere else. Also, you do not want to tangle with the entities there. People what have, entities? People have some really fucked up sex dreams and it's given rise to some really weird shit. Right. Okay. All right. Um, Causing, trying not to think about the implications of this too much. Let's just say, if you meet a figure, just like all in shadow, except for a midnight blue executioner's hood and cloak, you want to run. Why are they always blue? I think very carefully of the one that's in my bag. Huh. Corson thinks back to the one that is hopefully still merrily flying <laughs> from a flagpole somewhere. It definitely isn't. <laughs> it's a lovely thought, though, isn't it? Yeah, that's the Azure Executioner. You want to stay away from that one. Okay, good to know. Yeah. Don't go to the place with the fucking. It's a good rule for life. I shouldn't be saying this in front of you. You're a child. Do you want some more I... alcohol? <laughs> um, I've had quite enough. I really do want some more, but I think maybe not. <laughs> My bowl's all used up for the day. Uh, maybe tomorrow. No, we're hoping not to be here. To... Let's just... No. Where are we going? <laughs> it's been about a pot of about uh, 30 minutes or so before you begin... Before the, goal, the, the emerald fields begin to give way to drier, dustier sort of land. The grass uh, starts to thin out, it becomes yellowish and eventually peters out entirely. And you find yourselves clambering up a dusty, yellowish rock uh, and just fairly difficult sort of rock faces. Uh, at, as you begin to ascend higher, um, which does take some time, so Celestia, roll me a constitution save. Yay! No, that's a natural one. You're still pissed. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. so pissed. <clears throat> Which makes it difficult because you get to a point where the the trails like get thinner and thinner and you're sort of faced with a choice of either trying to climb up the rock face or uh, or carefully balance along almost like goat track trails heading further up into the mountains. I've got a climber's kit. Yeah. That might help a bit. Yeah. That's pretty useful. Mm. Fighty, I was thinking, some stuff I can only do once a day. Hmm. Do you know whether that's once a real world day or once a here day? Based on Vera's experience in these places, because she's got her own sort of arrangements, it seems largely based on when you on when you take time to sleep. Okay. All right, so it's like rest based. Hmm. 
Speaking of which, he takes out his watch, uh, looks at it, and you all see the time is uh, 20 minutes past the, the first, you know, pa past, as it were, 13. Like, it's not, you're not through the first hour yet. Right, okay. It's definitely been longer than 20 minutes. Like I said, time goes a bit weirdly here. Okay, oh, I really should be consistent? doing this pissed. Hmm? Is it consistent? or No. So that 20 minutes that we've had... Isn't like if we double what we have now, it doesn't. That's necessarily not necessarily. Mean, it seems okay. it's fairly consistent within a region. Right. But when we go somewhere else, that's when it starts to get more problematic. Okay. So if we know a region moves nice and slowly, that's a good place to rest. Hmm. Ah, that's a good thought, actually. What about these rocks? Is it going to change when we go into here? Don't know. Uh, I suppose we can just. Uh, when you, you know, try and judge what's subjectively an hour and then we can check it against the clock. Yeah. See how fast things are passing. Right. Uh, so. As Jason quickly begins to make notes on <laughs> uh, subjective time. <laughs> no, for, each, oh for each region. Okay. So, you... Uh, you uh, Get out your climber's kit. Mm -hmm. Climber's kit gives everyone except Celestia advantage. Because uh, it cancels, out, it cancels out your disadvantage from being pissed uh, to clambering up the rock face. So can I have a check from an athletics check from everyone, please? I'm not good at athletics either. Oh, that's very bad. <laughs> How bad? Four. Oh, Seventeen. Okay. Eleven. And let's roll for fighty with advantage. Okay. Oh, actually, no, I, I wasn't rolling with advantage, I do yeah. apologise. Natural 20! Oh. Okay, causing you easily scale up, uh, getting to the top uh, to the top of I the particular cliff first. All those years scaling ropes on ships! Yeah! yeah. <laughs> uh, and you can see there's a much more stable, gentle path leading further up into the mountains from here. Um, right. The uh, uh, scamp, you... It's a little bit harder, but you you know you make your way up in good time, as does Fighty, uh, and finally Celestia. You get about halfway up when you just sort of slip. <laughs> now, fortunately, the climbers kit does come with a safety harness, mm. <laughs> um, so you only drop about twenty feet or so. Imagine I get a good old crotch and get burn a good old going. Crotch oh. burn from it. Oh yeah, this is from somebody who's fallen yep. in climbing harnesses. It fucking hurts, <laughs> mate. It's awful. Uh, yep. <laughs> It does hurt. Yeah. Uh, not quite enough to deal damage. However, as you do so, your leg brushes against the uh, cliff face and several loose rocks scatter down. You just see them... <laughs> uh oh. shit balls. Can we just pull her up? Yeah, give tie me, it around your yep, waist. Give, we'll just pull you up. Yeah, uh, someone give me an athletics check with advantage because other but people me. are helping. Right, I uh, will. Okay, that is actually an 11. Oh. It takes you the better part. Can I, like, help? It takes you... You're, you are helping. Okay. Uh, <laughs> as best you can, but it still takes you a minute to just hoist Celestia up, because it's quite a, quite a high distance. <laughs> Again, like causing good... two foot ten, hand over handing a rope. <laughs> With a six foot four fucking person yep. at the end of it. Yep. That's mental. It's like a 50-foot uh, climb as well, so, like, you know... <laughs> Uh, you, you end up stopping about five feet from the floor uh, huh. when the harness caught you. So you're just like... 
Stumble, yeah. I stumble over the edge and say, I'm sorry getting drunk was maybe not the best. What have we learned? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. We don't drink our feelings. <laughs> Shut your face. We definitely do drink our feelings. <laughs> I will. What, is what the that? hell is that? The rumbling of falling rocks hasn't stopped. Give me a perception check. Everyone? Yep. Three! Um, I need to get me a perception Eleven. Okay. Eleven. Yep. Oh, two elevens. Elevens from... Okay. Therefore, you don't notice... Like, you're looking around and you're trying to figure out where these rocks are still falling down below until you suddenly... Eventually, you look up and you see from above there is just a cascade of falling boulders Uh-oh. coming, just avalanching down the side of the mountains. Uh, from up above. Oh fuck it! Uh, via uh, instantly, there's, there's a beautiful blue sky above, not a not a cloud in the sky. <laughs> they are getting closer. What do you want to do? Run. Okay. Um, uh, so you uh, get. Okay. I mean, unless anyone else has any other ideas. <laughs> Take cover somewhere. Uh, there are there are points on the cliff where you could maybe press yourself against and try to take cover, like small openings. There are uh, there are routes that, you, that you know, there is the little path that leads further up. Or you could uh, think of something else. Uh, what do you want to do? How close you are we all quickly. together? You are uh, all like within about ten feet of each other. You're, you're quite close together because you've all been helping drag Celestia up. Oh sod it! Let's cast fly and twin it. <laughs> okay. Because that at least goes directly up. Yeah. Okay, as you do so, you t- uh, you touch. Uh, I'm assuming uh, yourself I'm and. I'm going to go for myself and Fighty because okay. she should not be allowed to fly. Oh, yeah. yeah, don't let me fly, fucking hell. Fighty is going to do a quick athletics check for Fighty. Okay, Fighty manages to pick you up, <laughs> uh, Celestia. Uh, Causing is so is strong enough that this doesn't really require a check. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, you. Uh, so you grab Corzin, uh Fighty grabs uh, grabs Celestia, and you all rocket up into the air. <laughs> you see the uh, cascading uh, fall of rocks stops. Just just seems to <clears throat> about halfway up the mountain and begins hurling rocks out at you. Just individual boulders just stop. They're about, they're about 90 feet this. away. Uh, I'm going to say it'll take its first shot. Can't cast a uh, Nope. Rock. That was... Uh, Scab, you've got mage armor on still. Yeah. You do, because it has still been three uh, three hours. Uh, as far as... Uh, as yep, yeah, as far as you can tell. So, the um, uh, the boulder just clips you, but... But scrapes off. You're buffeted to the side, but your uh, but your thick skin protects you. Uh, nevertheless, you can see this just this small maelstrom of boulders is readying itself for another str- uh, for another toss. What do you all want to do? Um, Let's uh, move fast <laughs> and low to the ground. Uh, yep. <laughs> okay. So you're gonna uh, you swoop down. Uh, if any come near, I'm going to hit them with my guitar. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Okay. You're hugging the ground. Uh, you've got the... Uh, y- y- uh, uh, so, But you've still got the, 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 the excellent movement rate. 
uh, basically 120 feet per round with dashing. I'm picturing that I'm hugging Fighty's back with my legs and my hands are just up with a guitar and I'm like, fucking come near me, bitches. Okay, as you, <laughs> as you swoop down below, uh, I'm going to say, because you're, you're hugging the ground at speed, uh, Fighty and Scamp need to make an acrobatics check to avoid uh, grazing the ground. I'm going to tide this, because this seems important. Yes. Uh, I'm imagining Celestia playing like a rock version of Flight of the Valkyries. Uh, 18. (laughs) Okay, you skillfully managed to hop the ground without actually hitting it. Fighty, who rolled a 2, however, skids into the ground. Oh, shit. uh, Taking 8 points of damage. Oh, I'm looking at that. So... Uh, but Celestia, give me a dexterity saving throw to see if you can avoid taking any of that. Disadvantage. Oh my god! Oh, That's no. never happened to me before. What? I got a natural 20 with disadvantage. Yes! <laughs> okay! Uh, somebody needs to take a photo of this. Yeah, I yeah please take a photo like, of that. That's so ridiculous. I'm just going to say you take no damage. That's mental. You, you actually managed to slide so that you're on Fighty's back. Uh, as he uh, careens down, does still lose does lose a bit of speed. Uh, the avalanche resumes its fall, and, and uh, up. <laughs> you know, individual rocks begin uh, pelting themselves out. One does actually come quite close to you. You said you were going to try and hit it with a uh, mm. uh, with a uh, uh, with your uh, electric guitar. Okay, can I say if it careens into the floor? Yep. I jump at literally exactly the right second, yep. so that as he comes back out of the floor, he catches me, and then I try and hit a guitar with <laughs> my hit my hit rock with my guitar. Okay. Nice. Give me uh, give me a shocking grasp attack. Okay, first, hang on. Does this have advantage or disadvantage to any capacity? Like, what is this? Uh, it's a spell melee attack. And I use charisma for that. Huh. You don't actually have either. You don't have advantage. Awesome, just checking that drunk didn't do anything. At this level of drunkenness. Oh my god, what's my spell attack? I've never used it. Bear with me. Your spell attack no will be uh, your... Uh, plus be the seven. seven. Uh, is uh, it still? No, it's, it's your it's, wisdom. It will have gone off. Your charisma, charisma will be your plus, plus your proficiency. Eight. eight. Plus eight. So it'll be plus so eight. So it's 16. Okay. Uh, that's yeah. definitely enough to hit. And as the rock sails up, you see just before it hits you, it unfolds a set of arms and legs with uh, little gem-like claws on the ends Fucking and a hell. set of, uh, uh, of gnashing teeth. But you just... Baseball bat it. Roll damage. In my head, big electric guitar noises. In a world that doesn't have electric guitars because I'm a fucking ridiculous human being. This is so metal. Um, <laughs> nine damage. Okay, let me just check the stats. That might be enough. Uh, okay, not quite enough to get. Yeah, you. It you, doesn't get a reaction until the start of its next turn. Fine. By the way. As it strike, as you strike it, it sort of. <laughs> You see, uh, as the guitar hits, there's a uh, there. There is the power cord and a just a uh, a discharge of an ele- of a lightning bolt uh, comes out of it. I like this fucking guitar. I say on Fighty's back. <laughs> uh, the little creature does get one attack against you, but not two, because uh, it's it loses its reaction to yeah, fight as you, to attack as you go away. So it's going to take one attack. Uh, no, that was that was minuscule that was a 10 it swipes its little uh, gem claws at you but then quickly falls behind and starts rolling after you but 
more of these little creatures in it are so now <laughs> hitting the ground and bouncing up and then rolling after you uh, as you are uh, proceeding on uh, uh, onwards. Uh, give, uh, anyone who is not currently otherwise occupied, so I guess fight. Uh, I guess this would be Scamp and Corzin can give me. I'm very much uh, occupied. Yeah, can, <laughs> can give me a perception check. Okay. Two. Oh, mate. <laughs> Really need to get uh, some sort of bonus on perception. Oh man, nine. Okay, uh, you see, it takes you. You don't really see it until you until you turn a corner uh, on this path, and you realise there is a sheer cliff face ahead, uh, and at the very base of it, what looks to be a a, a mine entrance. Okay. Just mm. uh, just like a, a, a like a tunnel was supported by wooden uh, uh, by wooden beams. Uh, however, the, the 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 path essentially just cul-de-sacs into this uh, into this cliff face type area. I am going to yell to Fighty like, Fighty, what are those rock things? Uh, ah, ah, honestly, not encountered them before. Probably something someone, uh, probably something people are afraid of, like cavens. Come at me, you fucks! Throw <laughs> 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 her over the mountain. <laughs> What do you what do you say? For, uh, 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 the rest of you, Fighty is currently busy correcting his flight. I haven't errors. seen the entrance, so I don't uh, see you've just come around the. Uh, I was just saying, okay. you've just come around the corner now. I've seen it, and, and now that now because they're talking about it, you can now see it. Fighty, there's a cave there. Okay. Uh, yeah. Do you guys? Uh, you're ahead, so Scamp. I uh, guess because you're flying, you get to choose. Uh, uh, over, over or through? Over uh, or how high up is the cliff? Uh, cliffs a good hundred foot climb. Oh, I mean that's only one round of movement. Hmm. <laughs> All the sensible me is just going, just go over it. There's so much is going. It could be really interesting inside. <laughs> ah, let's go in the cave. <laughs> okay, you zip through into the cave. Uh, fighty uh, sails on after you and. They immediately becomes narrow, dark. Although you have dark vision, so it's not less of an issue. But you can see that this uh, and and the tunnel proceeds forwards and downwards, fairly straight, but winding at odd angles here and there. Uh, and as you take a pause to look back, you see the avalanche seems to hit, get to the uh, to the entrance of the cave, blocking out the light, and then just piles into it and jams. And I pull out my torch. Dancing light. Lit with a mixture of uh, guttering orange light and uh, jazzy purple light. Mm -hmm. Very jazzy uh, indeed. You find yourself stopping and looking around. There are... There seem to be a number of passageways leading on. There's a long central passageway that leads uh, deeper and deeper down. Uh, but there are also small branching uh, ways off uh, in various different directions. And you can just hear from down here, tink, 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 the sounds of many picks striking at hard rock. Mm. Looking around, mm. you see just a moment. A uh, you see for a moment an image of uh, just someone in dirty working clothes, just striking away at a rock face, 
before he flickers and fades. Huh. Must be dreaming about work. Yeah. Dwarves? Very boring. Uh, that particular one was human, but as you look around, you do actually see, uh, peering around, there is another flickering image of a trio of dwarves uh, working rather faster than the human was, mm. uh, mining away with their picks, and you can just faintly hear. And they fade. Uh-oh. I can't decide if that was cute or unnerving. I'm going for the latter. Mm. Might be inclined to join you there. <sighs> well, so long as we don't interfere with them, they shouldn't interfere with us, if uh, what Fighty says is true. Yeah, they, uh, they largely keep to their own dreams. Can some dreamers... Rumbling it passes. Can some dreamers wander into each other's dreams? A few. Uh, occasionally you'll get someone who's just born with the ability, but uh, most time, most dreamwalkers learn how to do it. There's a way There's a way to do it. Um, there's a couple of ways. One way is to just find a gate, get into the dream fold. If you're good, you can spy on people's dreams, if you can find the person. Ooh, that'd be a good way to fuck with somebody, wouldn't it? Well, that's a, another way of doing the aforementioned killing them by repeatedly hounding their sleep. Um, right. See the aforementioned capital crime. Uh, but some people figure can do it while sleeping themselves. They figure out how to project themselves here without being here, you know, for true, as it were. And then they can wander around, perceive the dream fold... They can't get things from it, but they can do the same thing of wandering into other people's dreams and observing them. Hmm. This is all a bit fucking creepy. Yeah. Well, I remember there was a... Yeah, there's uh, a reason why you keep it secret from y'all. There's a couple back home that used to claim that they sometimes had the same dream. But that I, does happen sometimes. Just, everyone just thought it was a cute thing that happened because they were so in love. That Aww. actually might be the reason why they had it. You tend a lot of people who's uh, who have strong personal relationships tend to cross over a lot. Oh, that's actually very sweet. Can be uh, enemies works the same way. Sometimes you'll find yourself dreaming about your rivals a lot. Mm. Makes sense, I suppose. Hate this. Um. Again, there's just a gentle rumbling through the earth. Okay, what is that? Uh, if I'd had to say, it's probably, probably earth, earth tremors. I'm I'm not a miner, but I imagine that's probably a thing miners are worried about. So Don't people dream it, about cave-ins? I imagine so. So it probably manifests here. We're gonna have to keep an eye out. Okay, would be quiet be worth doing, or that, is that... might be wise. Let's be quiet. Gonna, this place where the dreamfold works on. He lowers his voice. The dreamfold works on dream logic, but it's that. But within itself, that logic is consistent. Okay. Right. Right. So, if we're far away from other people who are dreaming, does that mean we're more or less likely to uh, encounter things that you'd encounter in dreams? 
It varies. You're less likely to get presented by the individual aspects of, of one person's dreams. If you're near, if you're near people who are actively dreaming, then their own, the way they shape the dream fold around them is going to be very specific. So you'll you'll get affected by whatever's there. If you're away from people, you're more likely to meet the shared dreams, the things that people dream about a lot. Those right. are the things that are the most stable. So things like these tunnels are stable and because rabbits. and rabbits Fields. and fields and okay. cavens. How's the time looking? Uh, judging, give me give me a wisdom check to see how long you think it's been <laughs> in terms of uh, in terms of um, yeah perspective time. Can I do one for a laugh because I'm yeah. drunk. Oh, this is like staring at the clock <laughs> when you're at work. Oh my god, this has not just happened. Two ones. I get two, two ones. Two. I had two twenties and then two ones. That's ridiculous. It's been like five minutes or maybe three hours. You don't know. You don't know. Math nerds, write in and tell us what the relative probability of that was. I think Please it's do, probably that one is in four hundred. Ridiculous. <laughs> That's just yeah. That's Nearly lots of in a numbers row as well. I had to one. In between. That's mental. Mm. That neither of those have ever happened to me before. That's <laughs> yeah. crazy. I rolled a sixteen. <laughs> sixteen. It's much less interesting. Uh you reckon it's been about about an hour, and uh, when you look at the clock, it does read uh, the clock. It's now twenty past one on Fighty's clock. So it's been an hour. Seems like here time is pretty accurate. By the way, Celestia, give me a saving throw for uh, drunk. Oh, God. Natural 20. Huzzah! Oh, yeah. After the, uh, it seems that after the slightly crazy, the slightly crazy uh, uh, flight you just had has sobered you up a little bit. <sighs> so we need to keep moving fast. We really here do. time is normal. I mean, I don't know how long it's been. I was quite pissed. It's... I, would say an hour, but I don't know for sure. Okay. Um, well, let's let's keep going. All right. So, okay, so subjective versus actual time. Uh, so you continue. Uh, you head down. Do you want to continue along the main passageway or headed down one of the side ones? Uh, is is there any sense of air movement or which what would be a way out? <laughs> Give me a Is there anyone else check? who might think that? Because I'm not sure Scamp would. Mm, would I? Because I lived underground. Well, you you I'm... actually would be more likely yeah, to. Yeah, I'm going to do a check. Okay. I guess I've done sewers a lot. True. Shall I also? Yeah, yeah. as well. What check would it be? Uh, perception. Eight. <laughs> Some of the... Annoyingly, no. There's not an obvious. They're listening, trying to feel. There's not an obvious air current, but it sounds like there are more pick sounds coming from the side chambers than the from the side passages than the main corridor. Mm. Is it more likely to be a way out where more people are dreaming? Possibly. There is a good chance that you're likely to find an interface. Uh, if there's a lot of people dreaming, there's more of a chance that their dreams might cross over into somewhere else. And if that's 
regular than enough at the moment, then we'll find a stable crossover point. There's more people that way. Let's go that way. All right. Just rumblings in the ground. Oh, I wish that had stopped. As you uh, pass along, in the light you see there are various shimmering materials just in the walls. I would say, Celestia, you're really the only one who can do this because of your background, so you can make a nature check if you want to try and identify some of the minerals. Yeah, go on. People dreaming about making some money. Six. <laughs> well, you recognise gold. I so didn't pay attention in lessons. Uh, you recognise gold, uh, iron ore, mm-hmm. and shiny things, and just and a thick black ve- and a thick vein of what look of just of just some sort of like dull grey stone. But here and there are tiny flecks of black, and it takes you a moment to realise that might be adamantine. Oh, yeah, people really dreaming of making lots of money. Yeah. Wow. People are dreaming about mining adamantine. That's well, an expensive one, isn't it? So fucking expensive. Cool. I mean, it makes sense. There's probably a bunch of gems down here as well. You can actually uh, spend time uh, hacking them out and taking them with you. There's a few gnomish clans that do that do mine these type these sections of the Dreamfold. How much do they uh, cost on the in the real world? For I mean, one of a better term. If you the the real material, like the stuff that uh, has a matching uh, equivalent in the waking world, like you know steel and gold and such, as much as you can get on the market there, then you get the weird materials that only exist here. And how much do they usually go for? Oh, a lot more. But you have to be careful about who you sell them to and how. As much as I love money, time goes normal here. We can't, yeah, we we can't, we can't hang okay. about. Yeah, and continue making your way quickly onwards. As you make your way deeper into the side passageways, more and more frequently you see images of humans, halflings, and dwarves just chipping away, mining at the various locales, until eventually, after a good ten minutes or so of continuing travel, uh, you find yourselves coming down a set of steps, sort of crudely, a crude incline which has been mined in, leading into what seems to be a communal area carved out of the stone. It's a little weird, like you can see there's a strong dwarven influence here, like in the structure, like there have been pillars which have been smoothed and carved and uh, and done with the repeating dwarven knot designs that dwarves Mm. favour. Uh, but gathered around the stone tables in the centre uh, are mixed groups of dwarves and humans. Well, not mixed groups. There are groups of dwarves and groups of humans, and they are separate, mm-hmm. and, and a group of halflings. And they all seem to be chattering and uh, singing or, or, or engaging in conversation with each other. And they're all kind of... Uh, almost all of them are purely and insubstantial, uh, with one exception... Uh, you can see there is a uh, there is one dwarf with a thick black curly beard um, and grey looking skin uh, which looks kind of cracked and yellowy kind of, and yellowy eyes 
that is uh, laughing and and sort of uh, talking and nattering away in dwarvish to the dream dwarven dreamers and seems to be filling a mug and you realize there are plates of food uh, there are ju- uh, there are mugs of ale and such just laid out on the tables. What sort of thing is he saying? Mm. I, I, I speak broken dwarvish, similar mm. to Scam. <laughs> and so then, I, so then I says to him, I says, oh no, no, there's no way that's going to fit all the way in. And he says, oh, you don't believe me? Oh, well, crack out the mineral oil then and we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we, are we being stealthy? Because we said we were going to be and then we never did Give me a stealth check. <laughs> okay, stealth check. I'm wearing my normal clothes, not the crazy ones, because cool. I, I, I never said I changed yeah. back, so yeah. I don't think I have. Uh, 22. Dirty 20. Um, that is a 16. I love my clothes. No, sorry, 17. Cool. Uh, that's a fighting. Cool. Natural 20 for fighting. Ooh. Um, so, you... Sli- yeah, you've, you've kind of... You're pushing at the entranceway to this chamber, and you can see there are... Uh, three more passages that lead onwards. Uh, two of them are uh, actually three. Three of them, but they are all. Uh, they all, they they actually have stone doors in front of them, of a familiar dwarven design. The type where you push, where there are hinges in the middle, and you push on one side and it rotates around the center. All right. Cool. Yeah. Um, That's super cool. So they, uh, the black bearded dwarf uh, doesn't seem to have noticed your approach. He's still busy chatting and drinking with the various uh, figures, the sort of ghostly figures. Every now and again, one will disappear and be replaced by a different figure, usually of the same race. Hi, T. What's that? Not sure. Okay. Might be. I'm gonna roll in it. Check for fighting. Fucking hell, natural 20 again. <laughs> That's Colbeard. Uh, uh, I've heard about him. He's kind of a fairy tale creature amongst dwarves. There's, a st- recur- there's stories in which a dwarf goes missing. Dwarves go missing down in the mines and they never come back. And the. Uh, and they say they've gone to join the. Re- they've gone to go work for old Colbeard. Okay, let's not be seen by him then. That sounds fucking scary. Pick a door, any door. How many doors? Oh, character, it, it, it's Dwarven Krampus, isn't it? <laughs> not dissimilar, yeah. <laughs> How many doors are there? Three doors. They're not um, doors. Shall we go for the middle one? Let's try. Yeah. <sighs> Say, okay. Go on instinct. Let's just pick uh, one. So the middle. So there are. So the, the tables are in the middle. Uh, are in the middle. All three doors are on the far side of the room from the ch- entry chamber way. You guys sneaking around the edge of the room. How are you doing this? Um, yeah, I guess. What's is there a cover in the room that you can sort of dart between? So there's the big tables in the center. There are some supporting pillars, mm-hmm. uh, which is an option. Uh, there's also some side tables with. Just jugs of drink and such on. I'm going to try pillars and tables, sort of. Okay, moving cover to cover. All right. Uh, yeah. As you're okay, you've give me some stealth checks with you. So you're continuing 
going through. Oh, we're not doing new no, ones, we're just you... using the ones. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, Sorry, preemptive dice roll. <laughs> <laughs> you get to a point where... Can I ask for your... for the for? There's not really enough cover... Basically, there's enough cover that you can move in one direction or another, one at a time. Because, like, you know, you can... There's enough space to get to a pillar, then to a table... Under a table, Take turns, then yeah. a pillar. Yeah. So... You can both get around. You can get around to the uh, middle chain cha- table quite as fast. Like the middle door is equally as fast. If you if one of you takes one side of the room, the mm-hmm. other takes the other. Yeah, cool. And like split into two teams. Let's do yeah. that. Okay. Can I ask who is going left? Who is going right? I think I want to go left. with Scamp because Scamp's good at being stealthy, and I want to copy them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, I'll go with Fighty then. Because I've got a nice cloak. Okay. So. Anyway, I feel like I'd try and copy you <laughs> stealth because I'm useless. Okay, which means that it's uh, so Fighty and Corzin are going mm-hmm. right. Scamp and Celestia are going left. You both you continue hopping quietly around the sides of the room, just moving corridor to you know, like uh, pillar to pillar in the center you just hear old coal beard like <laughs> ah, tell me your name lad. I'll te- I'll be sure to keep an eye out for you next time you're in the mines <laughs> um, as he laughs you just feel the ground <laughs> rumble beneath you you both get about halfway along so that you're near you're you're now those of you on the left, so Scamp and Celestia, you are near the left-hand door. Uh, Corson and Fighty, you're near the right-hand door. The middle door yeah. is still a ways away. Scamp, roll me a d100. Oh, no! no. no. Oh, no. 93. 93. That sounds bad. Let me get the player's handbook out. Which I, didn't I don't think have we've had that one before. We've had oh, it. no, we've had it many times. Oh, we have. So many. <laughs> there is a sound as suddenly Scamp doubles in size. Oh, This is not a tall chamber and there is a distinctive sound as Scamp hits the head of the Ow, really? And then you see old Coalbeard look up. Oh, who is that? And he begins sniffing. And you can see his eyes. They're not yellow eyes. They are topazes. Ooh. Uh, do I fit through the door? You can uh, through the through the right hand door. Uh, sorry, left hand door. Uh, uh, yes. Any of the doors. You would be able to fit through the doors. Okay. Uh, I think we're going for the middle, won't we? Yeah. You kind of have to duck. I'm just going to run then. But you see. Okay, you're going to run through the door. Oh, he hasn't seen me, has he? He's sniffing. So he's, I'm going to carry on going quietly then. He's heard. But I'm going to say gonna because of your move, new size, yeah. give me a new stealth check. Fair. Oh, that's a 19. I thought it was a 9. Oh, that um, is a 24. He gets his own Poor check to find you. Come out. Come out. Wherever you are. And he's going to reach under the table and he pulls out a long, long pickaxe. Twice his own size. Oh, God. It's a poking stick to find people he can't see. <laughs> 
I'm going to get to oh. that door as quickly and quietly as I can. Yeah, I'm going to follow. Yeah, you're getting to that door. As fast as possible. Okay, so uh, so Scamp and Celestia, you're moving towards that uh, that middle door. Uh, Causin, are you going to try and just, like get to that door as quickly as possible as well? Uh, or... yeah, I think that's probably a, a good idea. It's just okay. I'm we, say... we don't want to risk getting separated. All right. Seeing that happening, however, like if you're all kind of rushing for that door as quickly as you can. If he um, can't see. I don't make noise. Oh, I never said I... he can't see. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just that his eyes are topazes. Alright. Um, I will attempt to sneak so by him. Now. I will ask you for new stealth checks from everyone, uh, from everyone else. Uh, so, uh, you've already got yours, uh, Scamp. Yeah. So you right. make it to the door. <laughs> He's... So new ones from everybody, yeah. yeah. Possibly he can't see, but smell, which is important. Fuck. Yep. That's another dirty 20. That's a nat one. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Scamp and Corzin, you both make it to the central door. Um, but uh, Fighty uh, is kind of s- s- hesitating for a moment, ready to sneak by. When Celestia, you step out, you make the run, and you trip on a discarded pickaxe and clatter to the ground. And also, I've got a fucking guitar on my back, so it goes... (laughs) (laughs) And as it does so, the chamber begins to shake from the sound. Fuck. And Uh. old Beard looks at you and goes... Turns to you, and you're right, he can't see, but he can smell and he can hear. And he goes... There you are. Why don't you join me here? Forever! And he strikes the ground with his pickaxe. And oh. there is a sudden cracking as the whole chamber begins to split down the middle uh, and a vast chasm starts to open up. Just this crack s- uh, straight uh, down the middle, spearing apart, separating the points between uh, where you're currently standing, Celestia, uh, where the middle door, where uh, Scamp and Corzin are, and where Fighty is. Uh... Yeah, you've got inst- moments to react before... I mean, can uh, I get to the door? You would need to jump the growing chasm. How big is it? Uh, it is currently... And it's moving quickly. It's currently about 15 feet. Could I jump that? Maybe. If you made How it. long ago was the boulders? Uh, it was over 10 minutes ago. Okay, cool. Thought it might be worth yeah. checking. I'm going to try and jump. You're going to try and jump uh, fighties. We'll get to that in a moment. So what what check is this for jump? So this is an athletics check. Oh, God. Not <laughs> uh, good. Twelve. You get... It, you leap across and you're suspended in the air for a moment before you... You hit the, uh, the floor and grab onto it with one hand. Mm. Uh, old uh, coal beard starts striding towards you dragging the pick after him. You can just hear this I'm going to try sound. and get through the door if I can. Uh, okay, the sa- at the same time as this, though, you look back and you see as the crack is widening, Fighty is kind of stumbling, trips, ah, ah, ah! and you see Fighty fall down into the chasm. Shit. Oh, shit. Uh, how far away is Fighty? Uh, Fighty was about 30 feet away and is rapidly becoming more feet away. How far away from Fuck, me is he? You're both together. You're at the middle door. Can I try and throw him a rope? Okay. I think that's mental. He's falling. Um, you can I try. Mean, 
Is it? Did it happen too fast for me to try and grab him? Uh, he wasn't next to you. He okay. hadn't made it from the from the pillar. But you can you can give me give me an acrobatics check, I suppose, with disadvantage. Done. If you want to just try and hurl a rope. Was that me or causing? Uh, that would be uh, Celestia. Sorry. Yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah, that okay. Was no, that was do that. My I'm turn not. for preemptive dice rolling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's an eight. Uh, and you just hear a voice call up. Keep going. Right. You don't hear a anything impact any ground but the Gandalf and the Balrog <laughs> but the that's uh, exactly what I <laughs> continues to grow and, and shake um, and yeah Celestia you with the others you aided the others you pull yourself up uh, and sh- push open the central door beyond you can see what seems to be a hedge maze ah shit do you want to go through? Yeah, I guess. Okay, yeah, he knows this place and he told us to keep going, so... Okay. Yeah, let's keep going. You uh, you uh, quickly run behind and slam the door behind you. There is a crack as the end of a pickaxe drives through the door and then, st- and then halts. Well, shit. Do any of us own a watch? Nope. Nope. No. Well, let's hope he finds us again. He said keep going. You can at least, like, message him, can't you? If needs be. I can, I can message him now. Shall I do that? Let's... Maybe we'll let's try and get, uh, bit, try and work clear out how long place. he's been going mm. and then message him and ask the time. As yeah, well as everything else. Where are you? Okay. There's a rule with mazes, isn't there? Like for getting out. Is there? I don't think it'll work here. Actually, have I been in a maze? Ah, uh, yes. There is a. Uh, you have been in a lovely sort of fungal topiary maze before. I thought I would have been in a maze. Yeah. It sounded about right. It's the kind of thing posh people have yeah. in their garden. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fungal topiaries. Out of no, character, I don't know the rule with mazes, though. Yeah. By the way, uh, Scamp, you're still huge. Oh god, it's been less than a minute. <laughs> yep. Um, oh, well, no, sure. oh, when is a minute it's a one passed, hand on least. one wall thing? Yeah. Yeah, like uh, if you put your right hand on the wall and just keep and walking, just keep you going, will eventually, eventually you'll get to the middle. It'll take forever. I'm not sure Scamp would actually know that rule. I'm, I'm not might, sure Scamp's though. been having <laughs> Would I know that? Can I, should I roll an intelligence roll an check, intelligence check, see, check if I know see if you know the left hand rule? Um, 12. Yeah, you've heard of it. Yeah, is that thing where you put your hand on the wall? You keep going. I have a real worry the walls will try and eat us if we touch them. I touch one. You feel a sort of rustling. Just as if the wall is... The hedge is just... The privet hedge is just gently brushing back against you. Well, it's moving, but um, it's not eating It's like it's trying to give you a hand massage. It's quite nice, actually. Okay. um, Should we start going? Let's walk for... A bit. So, you do you pick a side of the wall? Then do you pick the left-hand side of the wall or the right-hand side of the wall to start running the hand along? Left or right? 
conveniently you're at a T-junction of this maze anyway, so... I tend towards the left for everything. All right, let's do that then. But let's not actually touch it. Let's keep, like, a few inches. Okay. Okay. You begin trumping your way through this uh, labyrinth. You're looking down, you can see that there is a... The ground is made of some sort of soft red dirt. The walls are just high privet hedges. Very high. Higher than Scamp uh, currently is. About twice as high as Scamp currently is. About 25 feet high. Mm. Um, and above you can see just a purple sky. No clouds. Now, I've not seen the sky for that long, but is it usually that colour? Like, does that happen and I've just not seen it, or is that ridiculous? I mean, it can go a bit purple when it's stormy or sunset, but that that's weird. Not like violet. Mm. I mean, I like it, it's gorgeous, but... Weird. Maybe we should try being quiet again. Yeah, I think we should. Maybe I mean, I could... walk for half an hour and yeah. try and get in touch with Fighty. Let's do that. Okay. Yeah. You... Continue on. Give me some stealth checks. Okay. Nineteen. Let have all the dice gone. Twenty-three. Oh, fourteen. Okay. <laughs> you journey on for what you reckon might be about half an hour. As you travel on, you just follow the turn of this maze. Every now and again, you'll hit a dead end, circle round, carry on, and you just keep laboriously working your way through this labyrinth. Periodically, you encounter just small like chambers within it, where you will find a bust, just a stone bust on a plinth. Anyone we recognise? Uh, yes, the first one. Uh, Causin, you recognise the bust. In fact, all of you recognise because you have seen it before. The bust of uh, Lord Grenville. Oh, oh. Hmm. All right. Anyway, sorry, we're supposed to be being quiet. So let's just let's <laughs> carry on. I say loudly. <laughs> the next to one. Who are the others? Uh, there are. Give me some history checks. Go on, then. Okay. Two one for each. On a three. <laughs> Oh, let's just do one history check, eh? Yeah. Um, so that's a 20 from me. Not okay. a natural uh, one. Uh, that's a 7. Do you want me to do one for the other? No, no, no. no. It's All only right, 7, one. yeah. Uh, so, I'll just get my handy little uh, guide here. You see a few more. They, all, they mostly seem to be historical figures uh, that you recognise. Um, or don't, as the case may be. Uh, Celestia, you recognise all of these. Uh, one of them is uh, the famous Tyrian uh, uh, Empress uh, Drusilla, uh, who was known for uh, instituting many of the popular circuses uh, and festivals, uh, and renewing the and renewing the support for blood sports in the empire. Uh, and was the origin of the phrase bread and circuses. Uh, ah. You see there is an ancient uh, 
you see that there is an, an, another elf, uh, an ancient philosopher, uh, that you recognize, credited with the invention of logic. Mm -hmm. There is uh, one that none of you received recognition. Uh, actually, only uh, this one actually would be uh, just happened to have seen it once before, cause and recognizes as a bust of Surtur, uh, the fire giant. Oh. Right. He looks a lot better there, don't you think? Yeah. And there are a number which are just random people, people you don't know. Uh, there, you also encounter just a grand piano, just sitting on its own. That's weird. Oh, I really want to play it. Can you? Yeah, I can play pretty much anything, darling. I tinkle on the piano. You start just tinkling out a, t a little tune. I play a drop of Grenfell's blood. Oh. <laughs> you just play a drop of Grenfell's blood. Um, as you do so, Corzin, yeah. you just hear faintly a feminine sounding voice just in the distance somewhere. Just humming along while Celestia plays. All right, uh, I, uh, I I stop and listen for uh, a second, and I um, uh, gesture to Scamp. I say, "Can you hear that?" No. It's like that's definitely not Celestia that, that, that's somebody else now that it's been pointed out Scan, give me a perception check no <laughs> it's an 8 you just hear the piano I trust you though mm. um, keep your ears open mine. mine are full of fur um, <laughs> what I mean if there's creepy humming happening I'm assuming that I haven't heard it and you've been playing the piano. We should probably move on. Yeah, Not just pianos are fun. I haven't seen one in ages. And I really when she stops play playing, does the humming stop? It kind of continues for like... And then finishes. So someone else is listening. That's weird. Might be somebody dreaming. Could be. Might be nothing. Once or twice you do actually see just some ghostly figures... Walking through the through the labyrinth, some wandering aimlessly. One you actually see doing the same left hand trick. <laughs> um, shall we try and get in touch with Fighty? Yeah, that's probably, probably a good idea. So twenty five words. Um, how do we find you? Mm. We're in a maze. <laughs> Good things maze, to cover. In a hedge you maze. maze. It's not that one. You're in a hedge maze, so that's one, two, three, four, five, six, ten. seven, eight, nine. Nine. Oh, um, ten. Yeah. Nine. <laughs> oh, I've put we're in hedge maze. Well, I that's missed fine. out the A. That's why you think there's ten. <laughs> yeah, okay, sorry. We probably don't need to say that in sending, no. so yeah. it's fine. Um, sending. It requires tech. Uh, it requires 1990s texties levels of grammar. For <laughs> What's the time? Like a telegram. Mm. Yeah. Mr. Wolf. Mr. Wolf. No, not Mr. Wolf. Um, what's the time? So that's 12. 
Right. What else do we need to know? Where he is. Where are you? Sending works between planes of reality. Yeah. Um. Where do we need to go? Oh dear, we're on a different plane to him. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Just for something that you should I should know for the future. Um. What else? Um. Oh, well, we've already asked about uh, where can we meet you, but um, anywhere we should avoid. Oh, we should find out if the one hand on a wall trick works in mazes here. If he knows. Mm. There's one hand maze trick work. How many is that? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. Um, what should we avoid? Yeah. What should we avoid? Okay, I gather all my spirits up into a little tiny ball. I speak into it like a walkie-talkie and I say... How do we find you? We're in a hedge maze. What's the time? Where are you? Does one hand maze trick work? What should we avoid? And I go <laughs> and blow it away. Okay. You hear not long after a response come back as your spirits return. Fell through fire, water, in marsh. Making wet own way. Head to river. Meet at river. It's you've been travelling for about half an hour now. Mm -hmm. So uh, that means that it is Okay. Uh it says one thirty six. Uh, and he, let's see, 136, he's got seven words left. Labyrinth moves. So the ah. one trick does not work. Find a guide or escape. Now that's his 25 words. Celestia so is furiously writing this down. Was it uh, was 120-ish, wasn't it, last we heard? It, you were thinking, well, it was last you checked, when you checked it was at 2.10 uh, when you last checked, about five minutes before you reached the uh, the, uh, the the chamber with old Coldbeard. Yeah, so... And it's been 30 minutes in here, roughly. Right. And it was uh, 1.35 on the clock, uh, sorry, it was 1.30 on the clock when you, when you just before you entered the chamber oh, with right. old Coldbeard. So maybe about normal, actually. No, but so five minutes have passed. Well, you've spent about five minutes in the chamber with old Coldbeard. So one minute's passed for every 30 minutes here. Assuming okay. his reading was accurate. You don't know. Fighty didn't mention seconds. Cool. Um, I think we'll say for the sake of time, I relay this yeah. because I would say it word for word. Yeah. So if we need to, this is a, well, I say safe. It's not safe, but you know, time-wise, a safe place to rest. 
Yeah, if we need to rest, it's not a bad time. But if it's moving, then... But I think it sounds kind of scary, also. Yeah, but we need a guide. We do, or to escape, whatever that means. I do have another spell if we're desperate at any point. I wouldn't now, because no. waste of spells, but... Hold on to it if you can. Yeah. Guess we keep walking and looking for a guide then. Mm-hmm. But maybe fuck the maze trick. Yeah, let's just follow our gut. Yeah. Get to a thing left or right. Okay. Mm. Makes sense. Everyone just give me a straight wisdom check. <laughs> for following wisdom. Your gut. <laughs> Ten. Ten. <laughs> oh, babe. <laughs> oh, no, eleven, because I've got my waistcoat on still. Oh. Fourteen. The... I mean, would would his navigators talk make any difference? No, this is literally your no. gut. Yeah, no, I didn't for, think for so. your instinct. This is like how good your 14. instincts are. Fourteen. Okay. You feel like you're choosing a bit at random, but the but now but you notice from the way you're choosing more and off more and more often the uh, branches and the T junctions and so on are happening where there's something of interest. Uh, after about fifteen minutes of travel. Uh, you find uh, a okay. Uh, you you feel scamp your um your mage armor wear off. Okay, we've been here three hours. You've been here about three subjective hours. It feels like three hours. Hmm. What in in the whole dream field? Uh, you also find a sundial. Despite the lack of any obvious sun. Uh, from above, the sundial in the centre of this particular uh, passage, uh, this particular junction, which has eight routes off. Have I even seen one of these before? You've heard of them? You've not seen one. Corson would have done. What's yeah. that? It's a, it's a slightly more Cl crude way of telling the uh, the time, but it's usually based on where the sun is. According to the sundial, it's a little bit after half one. Right. Okay. Um, I, uh, the sundial unit oh. has 13 uh, clock points on it. And it's one of those weird surface clock things. Yes. I cast yes. my drama. <laughs> I, I do point out to uh, to Celestia like, how one works just briefly. Um, although... Right. And it, I think Corzin would like reflexively look upwards to see where the light source at least is coming from. Is the there one? No, the sky is just purple, fairly uniform light. You're not really sure what is causing that shadow. I'm going to put my hand over it and see if there's a shadow by my hand. Uh, there is a shadow, there's a sort of diffuse shadow directly under your hand, as if the light is coming yeah, from directly above. It's the same above. everywhere I move. Yep. Oh, that's weird. Let me know when my drama runs out again. Okay. Surely for a sundial you need a fucking sun! I say, looking accusingly at the sky. <laughs> The uh, the sky does not respond, but you do hear a <laughs> coming from one of the passageway, uh, one of the routes off, and stepping out from one of the uh, long, one of these many maze passages, is a tall, elven-looking woman mm -hmm. uh, with. I'm actually going to say, like, properly, not quite charcoal grey like your skin, but sort of like jet black. 
skin and uh, silvery hair and uh, she is garbed in a not dissimilar outfit to yours uh, in sort of deep blues um, she kind of she looks you appreciatively up and down notices something and sort of snaps her fingers and a cob piece materialises as well <laughs> you um, look great <laughs> thank you I have to say you look amazing thank you so um what brings you to the maze oh I thought I heard someone uh, playing the piano no better be me I was just over and she gestures over the hedge we're looking for a guide I don't suppose you could help Ooh, and she again seems to be draw- kind of looking Celestia up and down appreciatively. Ooh, I'm sure I could do something, uh, something to that effect. Where are you trying to get to? Uh, the river. Ooh, the river. Or at least in the river's general direction, you know, out of the maze. Mm, I th- there's, you can't get from the uh, from the maze to the river, but I but I do know a couple of other ways out. Oh yes. Uh, from here like I would say well we're a bit past the golden orchard by this point but there are always the the painting halls those are fun okay. do you like fun? I do like fun but you're wary I understand this place can be a bit tricksy are you from here? Mm-hmm. I'm Jet hello Jet Celestia Stardust, nice to meet you. Oh, I like that. And she shakes her hand. Do you normally look like this? Have I found um, a style buddy? Mm. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I've I try out a di- I've I've tried out a few different uh, few different sh- different sort of uh, outfits in my time, but I was just so impressed. Mm. I really, I really like your style. Thank you. It's very kind. Well, no, it's, uh, well, I suppose we should uh, get on our way. Tell me, and she pulls from her pocket, um, uh, and she pulls from her pocket a sort of round glass orb, which she starts moving between her hands. Do you know how to do this? Yes. (sighs) Show me. I'd do the same thing. Roll a performance check for contact juggling. <laughs> oh, yes. It I took 30 episodes, but it had to happen. Yes, you can. I can do you that, can. yeah. That's a contact juggle. Because Labyrinth is the best film. <laughs> We're in a labyrinth and I'm contact juggling. God, I hope this goes well. Um, 22. You oh, yeah. You flawlessly pull off this contact juggling. It's fucking amazing. <sighs> oh. That is just lovely. Is that magic? No, just um. It's just the juggling. best kind of magic. The fake kind. <laughs> you can have a go that. if you want. Um. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have Make a, a performance check. <laughs> Nine. Oh, mate. You get it onto the back of your hand and it immediately falls off. I catch it. Ah. 
and then carry on being amazing <laughs> See, to myself. I can do better than that. I'm terrible at contact juggling, and I can do better than that. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of like you try to. No, I, I, yeah, you do it. You did it. Scott did about as well as I do when attempting to contact juggle. I practice with a rubber ball, and I haven't practiced in like seven years. I've never terrible. done it, so I don't think I'd be any good. Um. um hmm. She seems to sort of. Look at the ways out. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Catch the halfling by its toe. Well, That's racist. <laughs> oh, sorry. Catch the. She struggles for a moment as if not really sure what to fill in there. Uh, being. Or cat. Catch the kitten by its toe. There we go. Uh, there we go. Uh, if it struggles... I always forget the next bit. Anyway, <laughs> let's, uh, Where are we let's going? go this way. She picks a one uh, seemingly random... Sort of whispers the other two. Are we up for following her? It's the best we've got. She seems to be a guide. Let's let's try it. Fuck Causing it. Causing shrugs, but he carries on and then just mutters to himself, None taken. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm gonna see if I hear that. Okay. Nope. <laughs> um, she, forward, she, she offers you her arms, Lestia. I take it. Mm, begin sort of promenading mm. forward with you. Mm. So, tell me about Celestia Stardust. Well, um, I'm a musician by mm-hmm. trade. Um, I can play these things that are on my back, and also the piano. Hmm. Um, I also have a drum that I literally never use. <laughs> <laughs> she gives it a sort of pat, pat, pat. Yeah. Um, and I sometimes sing Sea Shanty. I've been on a Ooh. privateer ship recently as the Shanty Man. Um, and I like drinking and smoking opium and being an idiot. So tell well, me about Jet. Well, I like to wander around here. This is where I live. Mm-hmm. I mean, not here. I've got a lovely little place uh, where there's actually quite a lot of people like to hang out and do all sorts of things. And there's this one guy with a blue hood, but I stay away from him. Um, oh, dear. That's about where I live. I was actually out for a walk when I saw you, and I, and I just had to see you, more of you. I wonder how much of you I can see. <laughs> but anyway, um, I <clears throat> like to. I like singing. I like beautiful figures. Um, I Why? like to. Sh- I like to spend time with people I like and show them a good time. Well, you sound like a great time as a person. Fantastic. I really hope you have a good time with me. So, uh, while they're talking, perception checks. Um, ooh, 17. Am I paying enough attention for a normal You'd make one with a disadvantage. Yeah, I, I felt like I would. I think I'm yeah. preoccupied. 10. Oh, four. <laughs> mm, okay. Feels about right, though. I'm preoccupied with 17. the on my arm. <laughs> um, so, so no, not Celestia. I don't know why I was going for uh, Celestia. I was about to say Celestia. Scamp. Uh, you hear just in the dis. You, you kind of hear a. Mm. 
sound coming from not ahead but like uh on the other side of one of the hedges jet oh uh and anyway and so that's why i think it's best oh sorry yes i think something's following or is nearby it's like clomping and Oh, yes, there are things that live in here and don't just come for walks like me. Are they bad things? Ah, I mean, not to me, but uh, maybe for you. Okay, how do we get away from the bad thing? Uh, Well, I guess we probably uh, just uh, keep going uh, towards the uh, gallery. Uh, And uh, being quiet help or is this a sort of scent based? issue here Uh, you know i'm not sure i'm not i i mean i I, it's been so long since i really get to talk to anyone it would be a shame but i suppose well we like talking to you too we'd like to stay with you and you know Mm. let you help us out about well yeah that's mm. okay Mm. well um I suppose we, I suppose, you know, since it's you, and she sort of bats her hand at you. I bat one back, like, oh, Jet. (laughs) No, Celestia. (laughs) All right, well, let's, um, let's be quiet for a bit then. Everyone roll me some stealth checks. (laughs) Natural 20. 23. 17. You hear the footsteps go away and you carry on. You can just hear, you can only slice, you can just hear. Just a little bit, just under her breath, uh, uh, Jack's just like. And she's kind of awkwardly hugging your arm while she's got one arm. A little bit too close. A little bit, yeah, it's like. Get a feeling maybe she doesn't get a lot of physical contact. I say, do you like that song then, do you? Once we're out, once the creature's gone, obviously I don't talk <laughs> while we can still hear it, clearly. <laughs> I'm just sort of keeping quiet. Oh yes, yes, absolutely. Um, and you... Yeah, we keep voices down, but again, You find yourself stepping so. into another large, uh, another open space. This one has, uh, has four exits off. For convenience, we will say you have entered through the south. Mm-hmm. Uh, as in the center, you can see there is. What sounds most interesting? Ah, yes. In the center, you can see bizarrely there is a life larger than life size statue. Uh, oh, just checking. It has now been probably about a subjective. We'll say it's been about a subjective hour. Uh, since you came into this uh, place. So it's, yeah. Scamp, you shrink down to your normal size. Oh, I was big for ages. So my spells last however long we think they should, but the weird stuff lasts real world ages. Some of it lasts like hours and days. 
That's really mm. fucking weird. Some of weird. it's really dangerous. Well, shit. Not much we can do about that, though, is there? No. Just got to kind of get on with it and hope nothing terrible happens. But uh, as you shrink down to your normal size, you see that there is a na- there is in the centre a figure which was scamp-sized, uh, a solid gold, look, or at least gold leaf. It's kind of hard to tell. Statue of a vaguely anonymous bald humanoid figure holding a sword in front of it, with it on a large round black base. What's that, Jet? Hmm. Oh, I don't know. One of the decorations, I imagine. Honestly, I'd be much more concerned uh, about uh, that thing over there. And she looks down the uh, eastern corridor, and you can just see stealth, which has been stealthily tracking Corzin's breathing (laughs) and his scent. A huge figure, again, about the size of a formerly enlarged scamp, and therefore the size of the golden figure, um, who we will call Oswald. Um, (laughs) You see uh, a huge, muscular humanoid figure with cloven uh, feet, uh, large arms, a massive, what appears to be just a door taken from somewhere to serve as a shield. Um... And oh, I'm so here long, for this. We should have bought some string. And a long sword. And the head of a bull. Yeah, we are. Oh, no. <laughs> Everyone roll initiative. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, oh, mate. Four. Fourteen. <laughs> I'm going to ask you for these. Eight. I've had, like, hardly any middling rolls this time. They've all been, like, <laughs> ones or twenties, almost. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I'm just sorry, I'm going to ask you uh, for those again, uh, please. So, uh... So, who got the four? Me. Okay. So, four for Celestia. Uh, who, Scamp? Fourteen. Fourteen. Eight. Uh, and eight for Corzin. And for the Minotaur. Does Jack get a roll? <laughs> uh, Depends if she's fighting. Is she going to fight? Uh, Jack's roll Celestia's two. Celestia's going to be in so many people's sex dreams now. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Yeah, she and they're is. not going to know why or who that is. So really okay. Uh, the okay. So scamp, you're up first. Oh dear. So there's no doubt that this thing's angry and going to hurt us, right? Oh uh, yeah, it's forty feet away from you down the uh, d- down the corridor, uh, down one of the hedgerows, and uh, it is currently in the process of charging towards you, huge door shield, great sword in hand. Um, until I know more about what's going on. Oh, actually, no, I haven't got any third levels left. Never mind. It's just for this turn, I'll just firebolt it, see what's going on. Okay. And then I'm going to get out. I'm going to throw the spell, and then I'm going to get out the way so we're not all in a clump. So firebolting that, is it? Yeah, that's a dirty 20 to hit. Uh, that hits. Good. <laughs> Ugh, eight. Okay. Uh, okay, eight points of damage total. Give me that. Uh, I'm going to get behind the statue. <laughs> Okay, you hide, you 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 cower behind Oswald as the uh, bolt uh, strikes out, smack, manages to go just over the shield and uh, burns the Minotaur in its cheek. 
don't. <laughs> it seems enraged. Moo. Just want you to make more animal Moo. noises. <laughs> <laughs> I hate making animal noises. I love so you much. making animal oh, noises. I love you making animal <laughs> so noises. I them. love making animal noises. Um, uh, Celestia, you're up next. Really? Yep. I got a four. Sorry, nope. I've written causing down really badly. Uh, <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. I okay. think he got I just saw the C and then two squiggles after it. Okay. <laughs> I write core and two cell. Two names that are written down start the same, and two names that sound the same start out loud. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I take it we're within uh, melee of this thing. Uh, no, it's forty feet away from you, but it is charging oh, towards you. Forty feet. Okay. In which case, then. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I'm going to uh, hold an action. If it is charging towards me, mm-hmm. I am going to take out the blunderbuss and sort of Bugs Bunny style wait for it to uh, get uh, to about point blank range and let it off. Okay, you step, <laughs> you step forward slightly so that you are the preferred sort of target. Yeah. Uh, okay, <laughs> and for ready and ready the blunderbuss. Uh, okay, that makes it the Minotaur's turn. It'd be slug shot. So yep. yeah. And it charges towards you, uh, sword sort of uh, ready to jab out uh, Roman Gladius style uh, from behind the shield, uh, and kind of using the shield almost to charge forwards. Uh, so it attacks recklessly. Okay. So uh, this kind of happens at the. S- Arguably, it gets within that range, like just, just, yeah, because you're in slug shot, so it gets within your range well before you get within it, uh, before before it gets uh, within uh, in range. Within two, stabbing it's, range it's, of it's me. Stabbing range. Yeah. So yeah, you get your shot off first. Boring range. All right. Boring range. So mm-hmm. would, just use its, uh, would this, it, because it's recklessly attacking, would this mean I and have? You have advantage. Right. Okay. Okay. All right, that would be a 25 to hit. That hits! As the blunderbuss uh, slug punches through the wooden door. Right, so... <laughs> 3d6, and it doesn't actually matter the order in this yep. particular instance. Right, so... I love the sound of that dice tower. Mm. It's really good. Okay, so that's... Mm. Grand total of seven. Oh. Oh, mate. <laughs> it punches through the shield and into its gut, but the shield A one does, and two threes. The shield oh. does take most of the uh, uh, the brunt of the damage. Mate, that's awesome. Uh, the minor <laughs> continues to charge forwards. And, is, uh, and kind of just basically hits you with the shield as it's uh, striking the beast. <laughs> it just sort <laughs> of swaps me like plap. <laughs> yeah, uh, so this, uh, because of the shield, uh, I'm letting it use its charge even though it's not, yeah, because because sod it, I can stat in a monster the way I want. It gets to do this <laughs> even without using the gore attack. Because why would you use your horns when you have a reach weapon? Yeah, also, why would you use your horns if the thing's that close to the ground and you have a reach weapon? Exactly. So, uh, regardless, though, that's a 20 to, uh, 20... yeah, two to hit, which it does. Let me just check that. Yes, that hits. <laughs> um, so, first of all, give me a strength saving throw. Strength saving throw, okay. Um... Bugger. 
that's an eight. Okay. So it does fucking hell. Um, as it hits you with the, it smacks you with the shield uh, and drives you backwards into the air. So to begin with, you take uh, six points of bludgeoning damage as you are smacked into the air by the shield. As you are in the air, it proceeds to shish kebab forwards. Mm. Oh. Um, oh, didn't roll too well. Uh, for an additional nine points of stabbing damage. That was not rolled well, oh dear. Uh, yeah. uh, and then you hit the... Sh- and then you end up smacking into Oswald behind you. Ooh. Wait, hang on, I took six and then nine. Yep, so a total of 15 and you are prone. <laughs> okay, I am just up. <laughs> Good. Okay. Uh, the uh, the Minotaur stand, steps r- r- right over uh, in front of you. Uh, okay, that now it's Celestia's turn. Okay, um, I'm gonna go. Are you a man or a bull? Make a fucking decision, and I'm gonna cast Dissonant Whispers at level two. <laughs> <laughs> this is a surprisingly good wisdom save. Um, yeah, that's uh, seventeen. It's wisdom. Oh, it's fucking save, bastard. Um, let me just find my d6s because it still takes half damage. Mm. Not amazing. All right. Um, so nine, twelve. So it's actually it's pretty good. Sixteen, but half to eight. eight. Okay. Um. You you see it sort of recoil for a moment. And then and then as my bonus action, I'm gonna turn around, give Jet a wink, and um, coming out of the side of my like closed eye, there's a little flash of rainbow. And um, you all get five temporary hit points, and you Ooh. can move if you fancy it. Thank you. I think I will actually. Yeah, I'm gonna move I thought that might be a slightly yeah. better move than just healing one person. Like, just give you all an extra yeah. boost. Actually, I've, I've got including Jet, st- I guess. But like, I don't know if she even has hit points. I don't know what she is. So, I've got to stand up, so that's half my movement anyway. Okay. Yeah. But then, but you can at least then you know move. Most that you're not directly in its own ray in its range. Would it be ten or fifteen feet? Because my movement's twenty-five. The rule is round down in fifth, so it's ten. All right, ten. All right, I move ten feet away. <laughs> you can get. Uh, you, you could get behind Oswald with Scamp if you wanted. Oh, I didn't. Uh, move. I think I might do that actually. Yeah. Well, it's still your turn, so you can. Oh, I'd like to. Yeah. yeah. Um, is there like a little? There's there's more than one path coming yeah, off there this. There are four paths. The one you came by, one to the. Can north. I just go round a corner a little bit yeah, so yeah. I can peek out of it? Yep. You uh, like, so scurry that I can back around a corner. We'll say kind of away from the minotaur. So I'm you're, picturing myself you're on, on the, the left, left of him, if that helps. Oh, off to the left of him. Okay, so you Don't scurry know to why, the north. Don't just am. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just go to a northern path. That works. Uh, okay. As that's happening, the uh, that makes it jets go. Uh, uh, Jet is going to take the contact juggling ball and uh, throw it at uh, the Minotaur. Oh, Excellent. advantage. Okay, the contact juggling ball smashes uh, against the Minotaur's head. It shakes its head. It kind of looks as if it's a little weaker from the blast, but you're not quite sure how. Okay. Hmm. She reaches into a pocket and produces another one. <laughs> Do we know what kind of energy that was? Uh, make an arcana check. Let's see what's 
Whew, four. <laughs> uh, 14, 15 in cat facts arcana. Judging from the way he reacted, you would guess it was probably whatever, uh, similar to whatever Celestia does when she does uh, Dissonant Whispers. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, I wouldn't psychic, know, but, but yeah. yeah. Or Phantasmal Force. Yeah. Uh, since it doesn't seem to have done much except for a few, you know, glass cuts. Hmm. <laughs> uh, okay, top of the round. All scamp time, all scamp action. Uh, <laughs> how far away is the Minotaur? Uh, well, it's currently about 10 feet away on the other side of Oswald. Okay, uh, I'm going to attempt... I don't think this is going to work, but I'm going to attempt a frostbite. So that's a con save, and I'm guessing it's got con coming out of it. It's got fairly good con, yeah. Uh, but that was an actual four, so... Lovely. Uh, so it's got a disadvantage on its next melee attack. Okay, which is probably going to put it down to just straight. <laughs> Yeah. Um, it says next weapon attack, but horns count as a weapon, doesn't yeah, it? They yeah, they do. Think. Assuming it decides. Ooh, ten. That's well done. Two fives oh, on D sixes. Nice. Lovely. Okay. Excellent. Cold you damage. Reach out and there's just a splinter of just ice seems to form all up its arm, and it sort of waves it off. But as it does so, fra fragments of just flesh come, uh, frozen flesh come with it, uh, and the arm bleeds freely. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Um Causing. Okay. Um how much cover is provided him by his current position? Um by your current position you've got half cover we'll say, so two AC. Right, okay. Uh if I well I, I still get uh, two attacks as my main action, don't I? Oh yeah. Right. Okay. I'm gonna first of all use my bonus action to chug a healing potion. <laughs> yes, you do. Okay. So that's uh, uh nine. Okay. Okay. I'll remember that for a second. Um. And. I'm gonna unload two of my pistols into him because I'm close enough that I'm not shooting at disadvantage. Yeah, go for it. Right. Slightly okay. Let's. Oh, that's a ten. Ten. Uh, no. First one. Right. Bam! Smacks into the shield. Okay, and a dirty twenty. That Wait, one. no, that's a 22. Okay, you go under the shield and you shoot it in the leg. Yeah. Roll damage. Oh, son of a... Okay, that's a... That's a five. I roll a one. Oh. So, for perspective, you've gone... And then... Yeah, I've shot high, and then the other one is yeah. simultaneously shot low. As He's moved the shield to get uh, to intercept one and taken the other. This is but it's only like off time. his hoof. Did you notice that every time you're firing the guns, the tr the hedges around seem to ripple, and they are starting to move in a vaguely agitated sort of fashion. Okay. Do other the attacks seem to be provoking that, or is it just the... Seems to be the so gunshots. Maybe it's a noise thing. Um, okay. So, however, the the hedges are now sort of wiggling around in a, in, in a rhythmic, irritated seeming fashion. Uh, the Minotaur is going to. 
Uh, he's done the most damage. That's going to be Scamp. Well, no. He's going to look at Scamp, who is 10 feet away. Shuffles to the side. And his charges straight at you. Uh, it's still reckless, but it's now just straight because you've frostbitten it. So this is a... Okay, that's a 13. That you really dumped. Albert, so it strips forward and again... The the sword just glances off your skin. Clinging onto this statue, swing around. Actually, yeah, no, no. It's it's got uh, you've you've, it's actually misses by good good amount because you got cover from uh, Oswald. So it strikes Oswald. There is a you see just the faintest of scratches on Oswald, who adjusts the position on his sword, look turns and seems to glare with like the, like the sculptor has no eyes but it just seems to glare at the minotaur as if to say did um, what sunshine you that <laughs> do we know he's a called oswald no no we don't but maybe some... you've just named him oswald <laughs> but somehow it made sense in the second yeah. Yeah. this is weird <laughs> scam just instinctively knows yeah. <laughs> uh. Despite incurring Oswald's wrath, however, uh, the Minotaur has failed its attack, that's all. Uh, so, Celestia. Uh, I want to do something really stupid. Yeah. Hang on, is it not causing? Fucking hell, no. I'm still misreading <laughs> that. Stop it, write it again. No, Corson's been. It's a, yeah, Scamp had been, I, I, Scamp I was attacked. My guns. Uh, yeah, it felt like it was Scamp's go, but no, Scamp was That's what was confusing me, cool, cool. Um, so, I'm going to do something really dumb. Mm-hmm. So round the edge of the hedge, I'm going to stick my hand out with my finger puppets on the end of it. Because <laughs> I think it's the funniest thing I can ever think of in my entire life to do this to a fucking minotaur. Um, and please, the finger um, puppet show begins. There is um, a few finger puppet zombies. They are chasing around a couple of finger puppet villages. The villagers are going, the zombies are going, and it's a whole little scene that happens. Uh, and the minotaur has to make a wisdom save because it's fucking hilarious. Fifteen? Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> it sort of sort of sits down on its ass and just starts giggling. Um, can I use the rest of my turn to say something? Yes, you can. If we run, we might be able to get away because I can do that for up to a minute if we don't damage it. Uh, probably worth it. Let, let's at least try. Yeah, let's get okay. get a bit further away. Uh, you, <laughs> Celestia, you uh, you start running then mm-hmm. uh, up the northern passage. Um, that's where that's Jet where was gesturing to, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? Uh, yeah, and that's where you happen to be. Great, cool. So, okay, you run. Jet runs after you. Initiative count twenty on the following turn. However, the the hedges. Slam together Shit. after you. Bollocks. How high are the hedges? Uh, they seem to be about twenty-five feet high. How thick are yeah. the hedges? They, you don't know. You've not gone yeah. through. You've not put anything through them. You've just touched them. Uh, but the it's they seem to have sealed off the northern passage as Celestia and Jet have passed through it. Scamp. 
Shit, shit, shit. Well, that changes, changes everything, doesn't it? Uh, causing, I mean... The Minotaur is still, by the way, on the floor, just going... I mostly did it for the sound that you would make, I'm not going to lie. Is it tears? Keep making the noise, Jason, while I uh, consider, is it worth <laughs> actually just trying to cut <laughs> through this hedge? Okay. I cannot do much. I'm going to run to where the hedge was shut. Yeah. And I'm going to ask it to open again. It's going, please open up. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Oh, oh, 10. Oh. The hedges open up onto an empty passageway. Behind you, Celestia, you see the hedges uh, seem to open up. And there's now a turn oh, behind fuck. you. Regent, damn it. Uh, I'm guessing that probably took my action to persuade the hedge. I'll call it a bonus. Can I hold a dash to move with Corzin if he goes through this? Yes. Yeah, we gotta go. It's it, we, we gotta put as much uh, space between us and it as possible. Yeah. Corzin, it's your go. Okay, Corson is going to move through the hedge okay. and um, attempt to uh, find his way. In fact, um, he's going to uh, yell out, um, Celestia, can you hear us? Can I hear him? Roll lock check. Oh. Let's see how far away the hedge is put. Twelve? You can just very thin hear. You just about make out your name. Corson! Causing you can Where just about you? make out very faintly your own name. Keep speaking! We've got to work our way towards each other! Okay, uh, I'm saying things. Hello! I Ask keep... the hedge to bring you back! <laughs> hang on, hang on. It feels like Celestia is talking from a lot further than she could have run away. Throw up a light! That's a really good idea! I throw up a light. <laughs> okay. The... I throw up a few in a column. Okay. We're keeping moving you away do. from as you're, them. As you're running in the distance. <laughs> I would like to throw up a five-foot butterfly image above where we just were. Because I can't do light, but I can okay. do an image. Okay, cool. As the lights go up like fire, which from like... your end, Celestia, you see they rise up into the air and the hedges grow up mm. around them. I say the... to the hedges, can I please find my friends? Make a persuasion check. Uh, at the same time as, they, as the image of the butterfly same goes thing. up, the hedges actually curl over. 22. Glad I didn't try flying. Be a waste of many things. Okay. The hedges ahead of you close. And behind you close. And a new passageway opens up. On a different, uh, leading a different way. Jet, is this normal? Pretty normal, yeah. Okay, would you think this will help us find them? I think it'll. I think you're pretty. I mean, you're, you're a pretty sweet talker. It should at least lead us somewhere helpful. Yeah, let's let's, let's give it a go. Okay. I leave the lights above me in yeah. a big column, moving along. Yeah, and as you, the, the, the hedges grow up as they go. As we go into sorcery points. Okay. And um, as you run along, uh, Celestia, you turn a corner. And you can see ahead of you the hedge ends suddenly in a wide open uh, door. The door seems to be made out of uh, 
beautiful. It, it's actually a, a what like seems to be made out of steel. Actually, no, like silver, possibly. And it's just like it's more like a like like an open kind of gate door, and you can see beyond easily through beyond it. Uh, and there are images of leaves and vines which have been you know, sculpted up the sides of the uh, uh, of the uh, fence door. Uh, the gate. There's the word I'm looking for. Gate. <laughs> fence door. Uh, fence door. The of, <laughs> fucking hell. The bars of the gate. That's that's an Omni <laughs> moment. That is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pa- park yourself yeah. on the city thing. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you can see beyond it, uh, there is uh, what looks like the interior of some sort of stately home with many paintings lined uh, along the walls. And Jack calls it. There, that's the that's the painting halls. Okay. Um, can we find the others before we go in? Uh, I. I mean, hopefully, it depends on the Pause in! I'm going to try persuading Hedges again. Okay. Yeah. Get, get the body off the please, Hedges. Please, 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 can we find our friends, please? Uh, again, <laughs> the Hedges close behind you. <laughs> they close ahead of you. You and Corzin are just stuck here, very faintly in the background. Sorry, <laughs> 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 um, you made noise. We'll be really quiet now. The Hedge reopens. There's a turn. Following the turn, you find yourself at a large gate (laughs) 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 made of black uh, wrought iron. This one has, uh, seems to have uh, vines on, but they're poison ivy, like from from the cut of them. There are spikes on it. And behind you can see it stretches out to to a forest of bone trees with fingernail leaves. And a black, starless sky above. Yeah, no, no. Um, you turn around. <laughs> the gallery. That was it, wasn't it? Cousin, was it the gallery we wanted? Um. I don't remember. Yeah, just. So just uh, anywhere. Behind you, this hedge begins to go. <laughs> closing closer and closer. Uh, you know, I really think maybe we should. Uh, is there no other option? It doesn't seem to be presenting Scamp! one. Celestia! Can we very hear each other? faintly. Only very Fuck faintly. Fuck it! Uh, oh, on your side. I wait uh, until the last possible okay. second before going through the door. Okay, before pulling the door open and stepping through. On your end, Scamp and causing you see stepping out from behind one of the trees is a tall, gangly, pale figure with a stitched on neck and rough uh, hemp holding a long, uh, a, a long noose. Cause it, we found your nightmares. There's oh, time yeah. for vengeance, time to forgive, but come with me if you want to live. And he looks back and behind you and you can see the hedge is now <laughs> closing behind you. We gotta go. Stringer Smith extends his hand, uh, uh, beckoning. Corzin, um takes a few uh, deep breaths and then um, grits his teeth and starts striding forwards. You might have brought me to my grave, but I promise with me you'll be safe. 
And as you pull open <laughs> the wrought iron doors and step through. I'm going to hold on to Corzin as we yeah. go through. Corzin musters to himself sloppy rhyme. <laughs> yeah. Don't insult the DM. <laughs> Not in the fucking dreamfold, mate. Jesus, the, you're playing the, the with fire. Just slam shut behind you, and you find yourselves alone in the finger woods. Oh. Stringer Smith. Great. And that's where we will pick up after these, no doubt, important messages. And now for a message from our friends over at Prison Pals. Hello, we're the cast of Prison Pals, a family-friendly Dungeons and Dragons podcast featuring an all LGBTQ plus cast. Our story follows a group of unlikely heroes in a broken world filled with diverse people. Episodes released bi-weekly wherever you find your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at Prison Pals for more information. Fate. Speak through me. Allow me to tell these people what they must know, what the future holds. Let me tell them that which will save them. Like, share, rate, review, and subscribe. Like, share, rate, review, and subscribe. It seems that every strange person that comes up on these interludes wants you to like, rate, re- share, review, and subscribe. But not me! I just want your blood. And welcome back. We're going to pick up with Corzin and Scamp. Corzin and Scamp, you step through the uh, through the wrought iron gate, which slams shut behind you and fills up with the uh, hedgerow. On this side, the gate is set into a small freestanding wall of dull grey stone blocks. Around you, you find yourselves beneath a starless black sky. The soil has no grass, it's just fine black dust or dirt. It's not really clear. Maybe sand? But a little finer than sand. It shifts slightly as you tread. Rising up out of the ground, There are trees of bone which rise up and their leaves seem to be fingernails. Just many, many fingernails. There are small clumps, like almost like small shrubs or grass of just what seem to just be pale white fingers rising out of the ground here. In the distance you can just hear the of crashing waves but standing ahead of you is the tall pale form head stitched on with uh, oakum <laughs> stomach also stitched up with oakum yeah. uh, in a little c-shaped in a quite large c-shaped scar of stringer smith shiny black eyes in, in their deep sockets I have been waiting quite a long time, 
and I don't appreciate the comments about my rhymes. <laughs> the same what is this place? Times rhymes. Time and rhymes doesn't read. Never mind. Um, <laughs> is it safe here? When your voice, when your voice is restricted by someone else's hands, good luck always finding something that scans. <laughs> you see, that worked. I like that one. <laughs> it sort of grimaces. Is so? Is that? Like... This place is known as the Finger Woods. As for whether it's safe, that depends on its mood. Okay. What are you doing here? This is a place where I can live, slipping twixt dreams like water through the grimaces sieve. <sighs> but you don't want to do the rhyming thing, someone's making you do it. Mm. He opens his mouth and then closes it and nods. <laughs> Was there's no reason why you would know that. No. Um A restriction placed upon my will by those who dream of my first still. He glares at you, Corzin. I very seriously doubt that uh, the uh, person that I caught Stringer Smith eating in the uh, first instance was the first person he'd ever eaten. Are you actually mm. Stringer Smith? Hmm. I suppose I am, or so I seem. An echo formed from Corzin's dreams. But in this place, dreams have form. And here, in the dark, I was reborn. So you see, I must keep you alive to dream of me. So I survive. Makes sense. Where are the others then? What happened to them? Sealed beyond the hedge maze roads by another's will. Though whose I do not, and he again sighs, <sighs> no. Nose. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> he delicately extends one middle finger <laughs> from his nose <laughs> and closes them. He's willing to some bloody DMs. <laughs> <laughs> That's not Stringer Smith's middle finger. <laughs> We 
to find the river. Yeah. We were told to go to the river. The river runs not to that sea, and he gestures off, and you can see in the distance at the edge of the dark cliff, and you can hear the sounds of But beyond is a path, if we follow its lead. And he gestures towards the edge of the cliffs. Okay. All right. Let's get going then. Do you know how quickly time moves here? He shrugs. Do you have a watch? Reaches down and uh, plucks, starts plucking up fingers from the soil, just pulling them out at the roots. And you see, they just there's just bone and pallid white flesh where he pulls them out, until he has. It'd be great if I could just calculate exponentials in my head. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mm, it's got to be like. Four or five times the number from memory. I, I don't remember exactly how this works. Uh, so let's call it some somewhere in excess of 80 or so fingers. And uh, breaks a branch, a long thin branch, a pair of long thin branches off a tree. Uses one of them to carve a circle in the dust. Then places the fingers around it. One, then two, then three, and mixing them up so that it actually doesn't need to be full eighteen. You can just do, you can do this with about forty fingers. So and then like two, th one, two, three, and then one and two but together in a V, five, mm -hmm. so on mm -hmm. onto thirteen around the circle. They're all Tyrian numerals. And uh, passes you scamp the two uh, uh, the two. Uh, twigs, uh, sticks, and says, Give them a toss, a dash of chance. We'll see where time stands in this dance. Uh, I do that. <laughs> okay, you toss them into the air. You're literally tossing the bones. <laughs> yeah, and the two, uh, uh, the two bony limbs land. In a position uh, which seems to be about, yeah, from, from your perspective, it seems to be about quarter to two. Okay, not good. Time's progressed, but. Uh, yeah, faster than we don't the last know. place, so we should move and try this again in a bit. We've no time to lose, right. Let's move. Okay. okay. You begin trudging on through the uh, through the fine black sand beneath your feet. I will say this, Ringer Smith. What can we expect to find here besides you? Hmm. On this side. You'll find nightmares, obvious threat, 
that shout and glare. Be glad you're not in the kinder place, for the dangers there show smiling face. You know, it's the most unnerving thing when I end up agreeing with you. Hmm. And Corson is just like power walking yeah. in the, uh, the direction of... <laughs> you continue marching on for some time. Uh, in fact, it takes some time as you walk by, you're walking by the cliff's edge and the this and yeah this sea of just teeth just continues to crash against the, uh, the rocks below how long does it feel like it's been uh it's going you're still walking an hour later okay can we try the finger yep. clock again you take, a, you take a minute to set up the finger clock <laughs> so i'm just keeping a note of this uh so checking the finger clock it seems to be about quarter past two. Okay. So half time. Continue on a further hour before one of you hears words in your mind. You hear Celestia call out up to 25 words. Mm -hmm. I guess I'll go for Scamp arbitrarily. Yeah, so Scamp, you hear, the, you hear the sending call into your mind. In gallery with Jet. Are you safe? Where are you? Head to the river, meet there? Last sending today. No fighter yet. Stay safe. Um, don't have time to think about it, do we, with this one? In terms of response, you've just, it's what you say. Yeah, so you can you can keep your lips shut and just take a moment to think before yeah. forming the words. Mm. Uh, okay. But you don't, you don't get to really discuss it. You've yeah. just got to think it yourself. Do you make any indication to Corson that this has happened? Uh, I'm going to stop and listen to it. Yeah, Okay. you see Scamp stop and tilt their head. Um... What is it? Um, let me think of some words. Oh, um, 25 words. In finger woods. If she... Actually... Time half speed. Are you saying this aloud? Um, do I have to for this You one? don't have to, but you can. I will do. Okay, because if you are, then I think Corson would be able to work out what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. you've seen yeah. this happen enough that you can... You're the counting on the fingers would probably yeah. help. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, been here two hours. Beware smiling faces. I'm going to look at causing like I need help. <laughs> how, how many uh, words have we got left? You're on 13. We're on 13. Okay. 
Um, Wear smiling faces is pretty much the worst thing I've ever received. (laughs) That is horrifying. Like out of context as well. Like, oh my god. Um. So she knows we're in the Finger Woods. She knows that we're still making for the river. Um. Uh, I don't think uh, heading for river. (laughs) We haven't said that, so I will. Now we're on sixteen words. Okay, right. Um, Line left. I don't think. our company really makes very much difference at this point. Um, shrug. <laughs> uh, Corson is racking his brains to try and impart uh, any other useful information. Ah, time passes faster here. I just look at you confused because I have already said what the time speed here is. Mm. Right. Um, and uh, Smith, uh, uh, Smith, who's been kind of tilting his head and just swinging his noose idly, says, <laughs> "You already said such words, you dolt. No need to repeat. There's time to halt." No fighty yet. They already said, my apologies. <laughs> No fighting yet. Six words. Move, uh, moving as best we can. One word left. I'll say that. Moving as best we can. Okay. Um... You've got one word one left. left. Yeah, one word left. Uh, <laughs> hang on, hang on. Penis. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> Two types of people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, the the last word should be. Ah. Uh, Fuck! We didn't tell you we were together. I think it's implied. <laughs> we would, I'd have mentioned. Well, no, we're moving as best we can together. Uh, together, yeah. <laughs> okay. As you say this, uh, Corson, you see just a little flicker of purple around Scamp, and it flickers off into the darkness. Um, she's in the gallery. Um, I've forgotten everything you said. <laughs> They're heading to the river. This is her last spell today. Right, well, we've got to do our best to make our way there as uh, as well. Hopefully we can meet up with Fighty there. And I'm guessing the time goes differently there. Or she waited a really long time to send that. There's no way to tell here. from this end, but we've got to, uh, we've got to keep moving. So time might be going really fast there, is that right? If it took two hours to come through here. She sent it immediately there. Makes uh, this place, her time could be going really fast. 
We need to or, move. Or this place could be going really slow relative to where she was. Because where we were before, one hour was passing basically at the rate of one hour. But in the maze, um, it was one minute of real world for 30 minutes of maze time. Here we've got right. two minutes of creepy, creepy fucking forest to real <laughs> world time. The fingernails just rustle gently. Yeah, I'm talking about you, you creepy fingernails. <laughs> There's no freeze. The you just move on their own a little bit. Let's keep moving. And I'm not good at when... maths. Is this the, am I working this out right? Her time's going very fast. Is that right? Relative to us. Which means relative to real world as well. Mm. Unless she waited for some reason. There's no way to tell. I wish I could have told her about the finger clock. Oh well. <laughs> she should that know how long she's, she's been, got the... and she can backwards math it. Yeah. She's. <laughs> that presumes she's got the uh, the ability to pick a load of finger bones out of the ground. <laughs> Yeah, we don't know it works with things that aren't finger bones, do we? You're actually taking the finger bones, the two sticks yep. with you, just yep. to, as a so you can throw the bones and check the time when you Gross. use it. <laughs> so grim. They're not finger bones either; they're just whole fingers. Are we hungry? Uh, um. Ooh. Yeah, you're a bit peckish. It's okay. you feel like you've not eaten. Wait, you've many, not eaten in a few hours. How many hours have we been here? Well, if we started at the. <laughs> I mean, I could work it out, but <laughs> yeah. this might be quicker. For, for, Seven, for no. Um, you might need to work it out through yeah. the <laughs> um, Unless. Was, we we We've been here to. for two hours ish. Mm. Oh, wait, it was 2.15. Mm, no, that doesn't work. We're in the maze for hours. How long ago did my. Um, mage armor wear off. What point Your mage armor uh, wore off. You reckon about a couple of hours ago, like two and a half hours, somewhere somewhere in that region. We've been up a long time. Well, I cast it not long after we got up. That's eight hours. You know, we've you had, had about three hours day. left when you entered. Yeah, so we've nearly had a full day, but we can't rest here. No. Let's, um... We need to find somewhere we can. Or we're going to get exhausted. Let's keep moving. <laughs> I ask Smith, how far before we're out of this place? Hmm. In order to leave this chilling place, we'll seek the mire or the chase come not far now left to go o'er this crest and then we'll know he points ahead you can see the cliffs rise up a little bit and after another 10 minutes of walking uh, yep 10 minutes of walking keeping a note on real time mm -hmm. uh, you uh, you head over this uh, the edge of this of the cliffs and the sea the cliffs seem to go down and you can see up ahead there are two sets 
uh, two places where these finger woods seem to peter out. In one uh, deeper, further inland, as it were, the finger woods seem to change into just normal looking, but again, bare, ominous, uh, and very ominous looking trees. Uh, and there seem to be just clouds of darkness moving between them. It seems to be a, a, a great forest stretching on. On the other, you can see there is where the, the cliffs go down and the sea merges with a vast black bog or mire. There are small greenish lights dotted here and there. The mire plays more tricks on the mind and there are plenty traps to find. But in the wood, we will be chased. If we go there, we must make haste. I'm not Corson. particularly good at either of those things. <laughs> Corson is going to take out a small um, uh, uh, morsel of rations, uh, break it in half, eat a bit, and uh, pass one to Scamp. Thank you. How are you feeling? You took a quite a big hit from that minotaur. I'll survive. I think um, some of uh, Celestia's magic is uh, is seeing me in good stead, or at least did. That's the point, actually. Would that still be in effect? How long does that last? Uh, oh, I don't know. Take a short, short rest. rest isn't it? Yeah, I think it's until you rest. Let me have a look. Um... Why did you take all that damage? Well, um, I took enough damage before we went even into the. Um, uh... We did have a short rest before you went into the get into the gate. I'm really struggling yeah, yeah, to remember um... where we took any damage that day because I didn't take any, and I'm wondering how no. I got through that fight. My memory. No, is I, I. I had six hit points. I rolled uh, uh, a ten on uh, on my one hit die on a uh, short rest. Uh, so I um, oh, essentially how, I, had... I how you got down to six. How did you get down to six? Because uh, the, the, just... the previous day, all you really did was wake up, go brutally dismember a good friend, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then come back. Did you did... not heal up from the previous long rest? It's Got it. Possible? Fatlings were drinking your blood while you slept. <laughs> yeah, this is. Yeah, this is uninteresting. Yeah, Let's carry really on. Yeah, you look down. And you realize. Really there, you realize. Sorry. You, you check down and you kind of lift up your shirt and you realize there are a number of just fang marks all over your belly, which you think back and you realize are just the right size for fatling mouths. <laughs> Shit, oh. Maybe this is why you've been feeling awful all day. That's horrifying. <laughs> all right, um, but in any case, yeah, when we entered. So um, you are looking injured. That's all we need. I need to yeah. know. Yeah. Sorry, I got distracted. <laughs> yeah, but with the uh, with the temporary hit points, I'm actually marginally better off than <laughs> I started. So, which is going to be worse, mental stuff or moving fast? Well, you've got the ability. Do you have the ability to make us fly? Yes, but it's going to burn everything. If we need to move fast, I think that's the uh, the easiest way of doing it. And while I don't, uh, I don't personally relish the idea of um, 
uh, being chased. If we're in a, uh, well, wherever we end up, there's no guarantee that the um, the passage of time is going to be any more favorable than here. No. There's ways to heal a wound in here. It bears a cost you pay in fear. Well, that's horrifying. <sighs> Look for flowers of blood and meat. They'll seal your wounds if them you eat. Okay, what do you want to go for? Brain stuff or running? <sighs> Much as I don't like it, I think running is our best bet. Hmm. And are we going to rely on both of us flying or one of us carrying the other? Uh, I can carry you more readily. Come on, let's do it. Okay, well, let's get there first until we need it, because... Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Agree. Gotta burn a lot of stuff. <laughs> All right. This is where Jason is just going to roll a straight up d20 for time dilation. Oh, horrifying. Useful to know sometimes. I feel like this place is not going to be somewhere we can stock up and check our bones. Yeah, I also... I get the impression normal logic isn't working. Mm. Like, I don't think we'll be able to work it out. You make your way down to the woods, descending the cliff so steep um, wait no I'm not Smith I don't need to worry about rhymes um, <laughs> get into a rhythm <laughs> you, said, you head your way down uh, to the woods uh, and as the finger trees uh, the fingernail trees give way to just ordinary pale white at first but then darker looking trees you find that uh, there on the ground here there are many sort of just moving black mists that obscure the way. Looking above, the sky is no longer pure black. There is a there is a bright yellow moon just perpetually overhead, like just directly above it, like the like the noonday sun. It shines down, and all around you begin to hear. <sighs> <sighs> And you watch as uh, as spectral figures begin racing past, uh, uh, voicelessly screaming. I'm going to convert sorcery points to a third level spell and cast fly. Okay, you uh, as you cast uh, fly, you touch uh, you. Is it Corzin? You're giving the power yep. to. Uh, you touch Corzin just as that it, uh, as the first of the figures bounds out. Uh, of the uh, woods beside you, you look and you see there is the uh, there is a large form, about this a little larger than you, about the size of Celestia, uh, a cross between a human, a, a grey skin, a third cross between humanoid and wolf, and it bounds towards you uh, on all fours. So, roll initiative, and let's ah. see whether let's see whether you can take off before the uh, before the werewolf gets to you. Oh god! I've had time to grab Corzin though. You had time I? to grab Corzin. Okay. Five. Bugger. Uh, let's say nine. Five, Shit. Nine. Corzin. 
No, not Celestius. Get oh, no, I'm not here. Pig, yeah. um, let's roll for the wolf. Okay, so uh, just you cast the spell, but before uh, causing before you can react and take off, uh, the werewolf leaps uh, ahead uh, up at you. Uh, and uh, slashes down uh, at first with its claws and Ouch. manages to uh, to you, it misses you so badly it manages to stub its own hand on the <laughs> ground <laughs> uh, but it does it bite rolled a natural you. one didn't natural it one does bite though uh, but that was an eight it rolled a natural four. Uh, so it it bites at you, and you just manage to pull it out of the way uh, before it can attack. Uh, it is right. It does. It is right next to you. However, on your turn, so you're up next. Okay. Um, can I disengage as a full action? Isn't it? Uh, yes. Unless you're a monk or rogue or similar. Yeah. Um... So I've, I've got a choice of either disengaging or um, picking up Scamp and attempting to fly away and risking an opportunity attack. I'm already grabbing uh, you. Scamp's already gra grabbing you. So oh, it's... in which case then, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to disengage and try and uh, get as far away uh, up as I, as I can. Okay, like you... directly like straight up. Boom. Okay, you go straight up. You brush past some trees as you do so. Uh, twigs splinter away. The wolf uh, looks up below. Arr! And you hear from elsewhere uh, answering calls. Arr! 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 Uh, as various other creatures call out. Uh, and you swear... Uh, uh, um, yeah, we'll get to what happens next. Uh, Scamp, you're up next. Causing has brought you 60 feet directly up into the air. Anything you want to do? Um... By the way, uh, sorry, actually, between you, uh, it's Stringer Smith's go. Oh. Smith leaps just straight up 30 feet into the air on top and perches on top of a tree. Extends his noose and begins swinging it as if waiting for something. Mm. Now, okay. it's, now it's Scamp's go. Uh, how far are we from this thing? Uh, so you are now 60 feet directly above it. Um, well... That's causing weaves out of the way and then boom, Superman's up. Nothing particularly useful I could do, so I'll try a frostbite. Okay. Because that's 60 foot range. Yep. So uh, that's a con save. Con save. Okay. Uh, it makes it save, I'm afraid. Yeah, I thought uh, it was mad. The ice seems to form around it and it just shivers. And like like a dog shaking off uh, uh, you know, shaking off water, the, frost, uh, the, the, the icy shards just scatter away. Well... Okay, so uh, let's next round. Let's roll something. Okay, so uh, the werewolf uh, is just basically holds the dash action to chase after you, uh, but is just you know kind of snapping, kind of arr, 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 below. I'm aware that wolves don't bark, but they do growl, don't they? Yeah. Yes. Wolf puppies bark. Park, puppies bark. Yeah, but this one's sort of growling and I howling. I mean, it's a werewolf. It's halfway through, halfway true, between true. wolf and man. It's so a fictional dog. creature. Yeah. You can yeah, make it with whatever noise you want. want. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, between wolf is... and man is a dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, and you see elsewhere other furred sh uh, shapes begin to 
uh, oh, uh, bound in. There are now, uh, you see, there are now four uh, werewolves total in the pack uh, below, uh, and they begin to make ready to, to, to chase after you. Um, at the same time, because I rolled initiative for this separately, Else rising up out of the trees you see a gigantic black bat saddled being uh, uh, being ridden by a werewolf oh with, a, a, with a series of throwing spears uh <laughs> connect uh, attached to the saddle uh <laughs> It flies to within uh, 30 feet of you on its round uh, and is going to hurl uh, the... F uh, how many throwing spears does it get? Oh, okay. Um, it, it only gets the one throwing spear on this one, but it's going to go for Corzin because you're the one actually doing the flying. Uh, that's an 11. So you just duck out of the way as this oh. throwing spear sails past you. Elsewhere, you see in the distance, further ahead or some some deeper into the forest, more of these <laughs> wolf riding bats. Sorry, wolf ridden bats, I should say. <laughs> Bat riding wolves uh, ascend <laughs> out of the air. Uh, and as what as they as the bat uh, so the so the bats are now sort of chasing after you, causing. It's your go. Okay. Um, yeah, this yeah. place is, is called The Chase for a reason. This is fucking cinematic, that's what it is. Dash action like a motherfucker. <laughs> you begin weaving forwards. Uh, how high over the trees do you want to go? Because the trees go up quite like 30 feet high, so you're 30 feet above them now. You just keep maintaining that altitude? Uh, I I'm going to be uh, an appreciable distance above them because mm. I... Going by dream logic, if there's, you know, if we're close enough to the trees, then there could be something in the trees that could reach out and grab us if we're too close. So I'm going to be giving the, uh, the tops of the trees a wide berth. Good dream logic. <laughs> okay, good lo uh, logic. Uh, so worth noting, there are a total of four bats, one of which is kind of chasing after you. Uh, two more up ahead. A, th a, a, a fourth one bursts out of the trees uh, and begins sailing close to the tree, about 20 feet above the tree line, uh, chasing after you. And as it does so, Smith finally uses his readied action, swings the noose up and catches the bat by its leg and oh, yeah. rides the bat up. Just essentially <laughs> like, kind of like water skit, just sailing after it in the air and pulling himself up along the long noose. Brilliant. To get closer to the bat in, in pursuit. Uh, scamp. Okay. No one's taken any damage yet, have I? No, no. so I'm just okay. keeping a note of distances of bats. So there are two bats, which I'm going to say are 150 feet behind you okay. uh, at this point, although the bats themselves can take dash actions. Uh, there are two bats which are, uh, I'll say, 180 feet ahead and flying towards you. They're kind of closing in on you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do something I don't think I've ever done before, and I'm going to take a dodge action. Okay. <laughs> I don't think you have Because I don't know that attacking them is going to be of any use. Yeah. 
because I don't have a slow spell and there's too many of them anyway. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you begin... So, uh, you get ready just trying to dodge out of the way of any more of these thrown spears. Uh, so I'm the... I'm going to use bonus action to convert a spell slot as well. Cool. Alright. The... Ba- uh, the down below, the wolves on the ground continue bow- bounding after you. <laughs> the wolves on the bats also answer the call. As they begin to close in. The two behind close within 30 feet because their bats can take a dash action for 120 feet of movement. The ones ahead are also uh, going to close in. So they're now 60 feet ahead of you, but directly ahead of you. Uh, which means that the ones behind can spear can throw spears without disadvantage, but the ones ahead have disadvantage at this point. So the wolves are sort of chasing after you. Uh, I'm going to say... I'm just going to roll d4, and we'll see how many of these attacks go against Corson. Three... Still are, within range? <laughs> uh, yeah, they've got... They, they, they have a really... They, they have really good sp- uh, throwing spears. They're okay. basically 30-90 distance um so they are just with it so they're currently all within at least disadvantage range right um you look at them the spears are actually like abnormally large you get the feeling these things are pretty fucking powerful uh so the ones two behind uh, uh, are going to make attacks against you causing okay okay so that was 118 that hits and one critical hit okay okay so first one so you take five damage from the first uh, javelin to strike you. Yeah, that's my temporary hit points gone. And the second one, uh, six damage because it does. It, that was a two doubled and then add two. Okay. <laughs> you just feel two barbed spears uh, dig into you, and you have to pull them out. It's like the strongbow advert. Mm. Uh, <laughs> There's two ahead. One is they both going to actually attack with disadvantage uh, anyway. So, uh, so that was probably for the best. That was a twelve against Corson from one of the ones further away. <laughs> Sails past you, uh, and the one against uh, Scamp. Oh, for fuck's sake! Nope, that was with disadvantage, but it was fifteen was the lower number plus four, so that hits. Cool. Scamp. Uh, how far away are they? They are 60 feet a- uh, ahead and 30 feet behind. Two 30 feet behind, two uh, 60 feet. So the one that hit was within 60 feet? Yes. I haven't had a tribute to anything. I've not been taking any injury. I can't. Yeah. Yes. Okay, <laughs> you take four points of damage and... <laughs> the uh, the rider it would be, but does the Hellish Rebuke affect more, uh, multiple targets? Uh, no, it's area? just the creature that does okay, damage. Okay, so it's just the creature that takes this. Yeah. Cool. So... It, it could be like flames around his head or something. Yeah, it's just checking whether you whether it, it can affect that. Unfortunately, not. It failed its check. Um, fifteen. Okay. You see the cre- the wolf riding the bat <laughs> burst into place <laughs> as it starts batting itself out. <laughs> batting. <laughs> okay, Corzin, uh, okay. yep. you're up next. Okay, if I uh, use the dash action again, do I still have a bonus action? Uh, yes, you'll still have a bonus. Right, I am going to use that bonus action to chug another healing potion. Okay, 
You do so. Uh, yeah, and they are wide enough apart they don't get attacks of opportunity as you pass. Eight. Okay, okay so I regain eight hit points. So you are now within, you're now 150 feet from the two behind, but 60 feet from uh, from the ones that were previously ahead of you. So they're still all chasing you, but those yeah. guys are close. Uh, and we'll only get closer on their turn. Uh, Smith, on his turn, is going to make a grapple check. See, no, he's not. He's going to use his special ability. Ooh. Loops the... Uh, the uh, having... Un uh, kind of climbs onto the bat's back, unseen by the wolf. Grab... Uh, uh, unhooks the garrot... Uh, the, the, the noose. And manages to slip it over the werewolf's neck. I mean, I'm glad he's on our side, but oh, Fucking I'm getting horrible yeah. flashbacks. And he gets advantage on this athletics check because of that. Mm -hmm. And that gets... Okay, the uh, wolf, however... Uh, see, no, the wolf doesn't get to escape until his turn. Nope, sorry, grapples and choking. Fun times. <laughs> okay, the wolf is now scrabbling at, its, uh, uh, at the noose around its throat. Um, and while the bat is continuing to like <laughs> just flying onwards, uh, unconcerned with the struggle on its back, uh, scamp. Uh, I'm going to convert some sorcery points into a spell slot <laughs> with my bonus action. I'm just going back and forth here. Yep. It's getting silly. Um, and I'm going to use the eel statue on Corzant. Oh, okay. Uh, so, one... Okay, so use the eel statue on Corzin. So you heal six hit points. Excellent. Okay. Uh, so... Since I didn't do a concentration check, did I, when I took damage? No, you didn't, so give me one. I'm going to tide it. Yep. <laughs> Shit, it's too seems, important. Seems fair. They're, oh. both, they're both fine anyway. It's okay. over ten. <laughs> you keep causing spite up. A lower one fifteen. <sighs> okay. The uh, so causing you're you're still uh, you're still fine. Uh, you're still flying. Uh, werewolf time. Uh, okay, so the werewolf currently is going to struggle, tr attempt to get out of the grapple uh, <laughs> that uh, Smith currently has in it. Not a bad shot from the. Comparative strength. Okay, just manages to get the noose off. <laughs> Doesn't get any other actions then. Uh, so it's on even grounds with Smith there. Uh, then it's the other one. So there's... Okay, they, they all kind of rush closer. So one is... So those ones are 30 now. The two... So there are... T there are Again, I'm just going to D3, functionally, how many are going versus Corzin. Okay, only the one behind you, Corzin. Uh, sorry, the, the, the ones furthest away are going for you, Corzin. So that's, uh, so that's one javelin. That was a natural four. <laughs> Sails down into the woods. The bats, however, behind fly up with... Yeah, only their movements. They get so they get they actually get to make attacks this time, and they uh, they close in right 
upon you. Uh, the two bats are going to make bite attacks against. Corzin makes sense for that for those ones actually. Well, I'll roll it. Roll it to see. Yep, against Corzin. No, they both kind of <laughs> try and bite at you, but you just easily weave out of the way. What's Too less, small a target. Yeah. What's less successful, however, is uh, are the pair of uh, werewolves who are both going to try and uh, attack Scamp, uh, who is oh, busy dear. riding you. Uh, <laughs> I'm assuming you're clinging to his back. Yep. Yeah, so... You're a child. <laughs> we're all thinking it. We're all thinking it. It's piggybacking, it's fine. Piggybacking. Um, so, fucking hell. Piggybacking It's like it. tandem skydiving, basically. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I'll do these attacks again. Yeah, so... Right. Uh, okay, one of them manages to fuck up so badly that... Uh, I'm going to say he... He try he slashes it. You pull out of the way. He tries to bite you, but Corzin dips down, uh, and is uh, and he manages to miss so badly he bites his own bat. Uh, so let's see how much damage he does to his own bat. Does maximum damage he can to the bat. It's not quite enough to kill it. <laughs> uh, but you see, you hear the bat. <laughs> cry out a very high-pitched scream as the uh, werewolf kind of sinks its jaws into its throat. It's going to um, become a werebat. <laughs> sadly, the bat cannot acquire lycanthropy. Um, <laughs> oh god, I hope it would be really acquire lycanthropy. Uh, yeah. The other one is going to go for uh, bite again. So this is claws bite. Okay. Mm. Okay, both of those hit uh, Scamp, however. So, claws first. The claws slash at you uh, and rake across your skin, dealing uh, seven points of sl uh, slashing damage. The bite, and however, four. deals another four. Okay. I've lost concentration. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, so... Also, roll me a constitution save while you're at it. Um, 12. Cool. Uh, you s so both of you plummet to the ground. Uh, as you're doing oh. so, y you can just see in the distance uh, the, uh, high, uh, on, a, on a sort of... Uh, uh, on a hill rising over the woods, an ominous-looking gothic castle. Uh, the nevertheless, can I have deck save from both of you? Are we close enough to the uh, the bat that I could uh, try and grab oh. onto it? Oh, uh, yeah. Give me melee with it, aren't we? Yeah, give me an instinct. Yeah, I guess give me a uh, give me an athletics check. This is a grapple. Can we both okay. try? Okay, come on. Uh, you're not, you're um, holding on to you're holding on to cousin. Yeah. Natural 20. Okay. Oh, it rolled a natural 19, so I'm really glad you got that. Oh. <laughs> the power out of the way. You just reach out and grab it by the scruff of its neck. <laughs> <laughs> you get your other hand around it. You are now half strangling this bat, holding onto it, it gripping onto its soft fur. But we're on the other side of it, so hopefully the, um, the yeah, werewolf the, you can't are not, actually reach us. You are us. on the underside of the bat. The <laughs> werewolf is on the top side yeah. of the bat. 
This is oh, the bat. This is... this is the bat that isn't almost dead from being bitten by its own master. By the way, <laughs> this is so epic. <laughs> so cool. Um, um, as that's happening, then uh, you, uh, it's yeah, it's uh, it's it's your go. But you've just used your actions. So you've still got a bonus, and I guess movement. You could try and climb onto the bat's back. Uh, well, I mean, it, does the back the the bat not still have a rider? The bat still has a rider, so you might have. I guess that would probably trigger a grapple check with the werewolf. Yeah, um, I'm I'm gonna stay where he can't get at okay. me now. <laughs> you remain <laughs> hugging the bat's underside. Scamp is hugging your underside as your back, so the pair of you are like limpeting one on the other <laughs> on the underside <laughs> of this giant bat. Oh, good luck, fan, uh, fan artists. Oh, just, yeah, I'm picturing it so clearly. I would love fan art of this. <laughs> the full moon above. <laughs> that is fucking ridiculous. Like, um, yeah. Okay, Smith is going to have a contest of strength with the werewolf. I've had some fucking unlikely rolls today. Yeah. And that's enough. He shoves the werewolf off the bat. Hey. Oh, yes. Uh, it sails off. Wasn't wasn't able to hang it because he didn't have the uh, the noose on. But he but instead, instead he wraps the noose around the uh, around the neck of the bat. Leans close and you hear just a vague. You vaguely hear some kind of rhyming sounding syllables <laughs> coming mm. from it. <laughs> he just kind of looks the bat in the eye. Then stands up and uses the noose like uh, uh, like a, uh, uh, like reins. Fucking hell! And he's flying the bat forwards. Scamp. Um, I cast fly <laughs> because that's what I've been converting sorcery oh, points oh, into another third level spell. So I'm going to cast fly on Corzin again. Okay. <laughs> okay, Corzin, you feel yourself buoyant again. Okay. Still have your bonus. Um, I'm out of sorcery points, okay. um, but and I don't want to use up my spells right now, so I'm going to leave it there. Okay, okay, you leave it there. You're getting, you are at least, you know, I'm going to say that you are probably about. It's it's getting closer and closer, so you're probably, yeah, I want to say about 360 odd, sort of 350, 360 feet away from the edge of the castle. So you, it'd be about three rounds of dashing. Um. So I'll just make a note of that castle three sixty. Uh, well, actually call it three. Yeah. So uh, werewolf time. Huh. Uh, so the werewolves are, I guess, going to kind of. They're not really going to leave. They're kind of the two that are next were next to you are sort of flying in a circle now, while the others try attempt to catch up behind. <sighs> Fucking hell. Um, as everyone is now kind of crowding around trying to take snips at you while you're flying underneath this bat. The good news is, uh, you do have, you do both have, I mean, you're really hugging this bat. I'm going to save like three quarters cover. <laughs> so if they miss by, if they miss by less than five, they probably hit the bats. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. So let's do some, some spear throws. No. So what's three quarters is no. plus four? Plus five. So, oh, five, right. Two. Okay, the one that was close is going to try it. They're, there's only two that are staying in melee. The others are, are going to kind of circle around at 30 foot distance so they can keep throwing spears. But they really don't want to get into this tower <coughs> right now. Oh, excuse um, 
Sorry for the sneeze, listeners. <clears throat> well, actually, no. Only one of them is uh, is is throwing a spear, uh, because the other one is currently being ridden by Smith. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the one that bit his own uh, bat is going to bite down at you, causing that's a fourteen, which is not nope. enough to hit you. Is enough to hit the bat you are currently uh, hugging, which takes six points of damage. Okay, the one above you is also going to try... It. Actually, no, he gets a claw attack as well. Also misses, but not enough to hit the bat. Uh, and then, let's say, bite claw from the one above you. Uh, 18? If it's plus 5, no. Yep. No, my, my uh, AC would be 20 if it's plus 5. Slash! Slash! Bite! I'm assuming you let go of the bat. Uh, okay, if, if it's it... falling. Yeah, you let go of the bat as you feel it suddenly, uh, as you see it, the, the wolf try to get, slash you, miss, and slice the carotid artery of its own mount open. Okay, I'm letting the fuck go of that. <laughs> you let right, go, yeah. and both bat and wolf scream ah, down into the forest. Uh, hey, it's a bat splat. Hey. <laughs> okay, so that's one Batten Rider out of the picture. Fucking <laughs> hell. Um, it's, that's the wolves, that's the bats. Causing Europe next. There is one Bat and Rider still in melee, as it were, with you. Uh, the other two, the, there's one which is hold, holding back about 30 feet, keeping pace, but like, you know, just throwing spears. And there's one which is currently uh, riding towards the other one that was throwing spears with Smith <laughs> on it. Um, right, so use... there's the one with the bat that's nearly dead. Yep. Oh yeah, um, yeah. That, that's the one that's in melee with you. Causing? Oh, it's it's in melee, is it? Yep. Okay. Yep. The bat, the the one with the bat that's nearly dead is in melee with you right now. Right, I am going to um, unsheathe my uh, cutlasses into the bat and hope it uh, takes him down. Okay, give me your attack rolls. Right. That's a 12. That just misses the bat. Okay. And a natural one, but lucky. That's a nine, no. Okay, you slice one, slice the other. Both just miss the bat. Uh, Alright, I'm going to use my movement. Actually, no, I'm in melee with him. I'm going to have to uh, just... Uh, maintain pace with him. Okay, you're maintaining pace with him. Uh, Smith then is going to take his turn. He s- swoops up from behind. Noose attack. <laughs> Manages to garrote the far uh, to, uh, to, uh, to strangle the far uh, uh, the far uh, far wolf. We'll get to what happens with that in a moment because uh, the wolf does get an action before the bat does. Uh, scamp. So we're still in melee. <coughs> still in melee with this... Uh... Uh, shocking grasp, then. Okay, go for it. Uh, so that's a melee spell yep. attack. I've not done it in so long. That'll hit. That's 22. <laughs> okay, Roll so damage. it has no reaction next turn, so yep. we can leave. Yep, Roll damage. Uh, that is... Oh, pretty good, actually. 11. Normally save this for a boss, but I think it's appropriate here. Finish it. 
Nice. <laughs> Screaming with my eyes shut. <laughs> and basically slap this bat in the nose. Jolts of electricity come out. Does everyone have like squished nose? Yeah. That's so, so cute. Even more squished now. And just there's, there's a, a, the smell of ozone and fried meat uh, as the bats. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I will convert a, a spell into some sorcery points because I just realised getting another fly spell back might be really good. Bat fails the <laughs> athletics check, which means, as the sorry, the werewolf fails the athletics check, which means as the as its bat beneath it continues to fly forwards, <laughs> the noose hits full extension. <laughs> oh, excellent. <laughs> Does its little legs go in the air like in a cartoon? For Just a, a little bit. Uh, before it drops. <laughs> oh, you see, you see uh, Smith's bat drop about 20 feet uh, before it continues flying on. Smith peers over the edge, flicks his wrists in such a way that he manages to, uh, with a very practiced motion, to get the noose off the neck. Oh, horrible. And the pair of you, uh, and the pair of you, and Smith on his bat, fly onwards towards uh. the ominous castle. But we'll pick up with what happens there a little uh, another time, because <laughs> subjectively, <laughs> subjectively, the better part of. Uh, Two and two hours twenty minutes earlier. But who knows, really? <laughs> this is the point. You that whole fight will say took about two minutes of your subjective time. So I'm just going to keep a note of what your of what the actual time is for you. Okay. Mm. What does that multiply to? Cool. I'm really curious as about keeping track right or not. Hmm. <clears throat> meantime, in the meantime, however, uh, uh, three three hours and and, uh, and change subjectively earlier, and several hours subjectively, uh, 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 possibly actually earlier, we find ourselves with uh, Celestia and. Jet. Behind you, the silvery gate closes, cling, and the uh, and the hedge closes shut behind it. You find yourself in a long corridor filled with just portraits of different figures in various regal or sporting dresses and coats. Uh, most it seems to be a mix of humans and high elves. I. Sinadet, shit, fuck, is there a way we can get to them? Oh, um, I, not back through the labyrinth. I think we're fuck going to have to carry it, um, on and try and find a new place. Okay, give me a minute. And, um, do you want me to say the sending spell again? Yes, okay. yes please do. So I take a minute, I write down stuff in my song notebook. Mm -hmm. Um, oh my god, where is it? Sorry, I've got like five sending spells on this one. But there <laughs> it is. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> so I gather all my spirits into a little ball. I speak into them and I say, in gallery with Jet, are you safe? Where are you? Head to river, meet there. Last sending today. No fighter yet. Stay safe. Just for the record, listeners, I made that on the break. That's yeah. not like a crazy trick yeah. we've done. <laughs> I, I did that on the break. Almost immediately, you, re you receive a response. In Fingerwood's time, half speed, 
Uh, been here two hours. Beware smiling faces. Heading for river. No fighty yet. Moving as best we can together. Sergio, okay, they're meeting us at the river. I don't suppose you'd know anything about smiling faces, would you? Well, I mean, that's probably just good advice generally. We'd, there's, a, there's a lot of things around here that look nice, but can be a little tricksy. You look nice. Well, I mean, I'm sure I could be a little tricksy if you want me to. Stop it. Where do we go? <laughs> um, She seems to randomly pick the right-hand direction. Uh, okay. This way, let's say. Is this the way to the river? Uh, it feels like a good way to go, yes. I'm sure we can get out this way. Okay. Give it a go. You continue. You you make your way hurriedly, moving past the different uh, uh, the, the different pictures. A note for Celestia's time. Mm. Are there any clocks anywhere? Uh, so yes, you look up and you see there is one which currently reads. Uh, so for you this is subjectively just keeping a note of subjective time for you so it's three okay you see a clock uh looking up it says it's quarter to three but as you watch the hand is very obviously just moving onwards oh, time seems to be advancing at a ridiculously fast rate here right we've got to get out of here and um, what's the quickest way out <coughs> uh, keep going we'll see if we can find a door um or something Looking around, you can see there are various uh, paintings all around you. Mo and again, like pastoral scenes, portraits. Most of them like uh, are looking down, smiling benignly at you. There are some which are laughing with merriment. Uh, give me an invest a quick investigation check. Dirty 20. <sighs> Dirty 20, I'm glad you said that. There's <laughs> only one portrait in all of these. Uh, and as you kind of run forwards, they, they're still cheerful, smiling pictures, but they're starting to get more ghoulish in places. They're like the, the color palettes change. But there is one painting uh, which has uh, a thin, tall, kind of gaunt looking man who just seems to be grimacing and is, ho and is holding a small pot of gold coins to himself. Why is that one not happy? Ah, uh, don't know. Maybe he didn't like getting painted? Maybe uh, he's the not scary one because Scamp said beware smiling things. Oh, that might be a good idea. That you might be right. Uh, as you look around, you can see the grinning, uh, the grinning, smiling figures have all turned the, in their paintings and are now looking at you. I'm going to go up to the scary, the, the, not, the not smiling man. Not smiling man kind of leers down. Do you know the way out? Yeah. What will you give me? Um, you hear the, spirit, uh, the, 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 the painting say. He's got gold in there, yeah. yeah he's got a, I've got gold. Here's ten gold. Twenty! Go on then. <laughs> you put twenty gold onto the painting and it just sort of bloops into it. <laughs> and you look around and you can see the figures have now stepped out of the portrait, still looking painted, all grinning and cheerful uh, and beckoning. Jet, is this normal? Ah, uh, regrettably so! And this, the, the, the miserly pin goes, Yeah, right. And it swings open, revealing a passageway beyond. Great, I go no in. paintings. You run quickly through a narrow, dark passage. Staring behind you, you see the, uh, the, the, the clock has spun forwards 
to uh, has spun forwards to uh, to half past five. Shit, Shit. that's really bad. Uh, cool. Uh, so, but as you step through, you find yourself uh, quickly scurrying through the dark passageway until you find yourself. Uh, there we go. You find yourself in uh, front of in a small antechamber, like a little atrium, uh, and you can see there is. It's lit by little candles, and there are two hallways beyond. One you can see leads on into what looks like a sort of architrave. I think the word is like a long chamber full of alcoves with statues of various saints you know uh, uh, posing looking you know, generally benevolent and holy mm-hmm. um the other you can see leads into a mirror maze just a complex series of flat shimmering mirrors <laughs> all facing each other okay so there's the choices there's either yep. statues or mirror maze uh Do the statues look anything like the paintings? Uh, no, they seem to be a different uh, arch- a, a different stylistic design. Jet, any input on this? Um, uh, the mirror maze. Uh, the mirror maze is problematic. Uh, you tend to face yourself a lot in there. Right. Or things uh, from 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 your past. Uh, the saintly gallery is quite nice. It's a bit dull. Uh, the saints talk a lot. Uh, right, but uh, it's 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 fairly dull. Uh, it's a nice place to take a nap. I can't have a nap. Um, will will the Santa Gallery get us out? Uh, both ways lead uh, lead onwards. Uh, wait, I, I I don't know how where the mirror maze will take us. Uh, but the saintly gallery uh should lead us on towards the citadel uh and that that takes us onto my palace. Uh, and you can get from my palace on towards the the river. Okay, is that quicker than the other way? I, uh, I, I'm not usually pressed for time. Well, we are. It's going really fast. Um, um, how does time go at your place? Uh, really slowly, actually. Right, let's go there. Okay. Uh, so you're <laughs> going to step on into the saintly gallery. <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking about Jet's palace. Oh shit. Um, <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I feel like I'm making the wrong call. Definitely, definitely the way we need to go. Uh, it's, it's a way, yes. Uh, I, I, it's the way I'd go. But is the mirrors quicker to the river? I don't know. I don't be. I don't really spend much time in the mirrors. All right, let's go to the bit that you know about. That okay, sounds good. That seems Great. Good. Okay. So you you rush into the saintly gallery, uh, and stepping in, there is you find yourself just this air of calm and serenity and you can see as you step in there is uh into the gallery moving at first quickly beyond you look up there's a stained glass win a huge stained glass window in the center of which is set a clock mm-hmm. it's currently at uh it is currently at 5 30. there's a there's a how long has it been there's a second hand as well it feels like it's been like you probably got into this place about five minutes ago so it's somewhere around three and a bit hours of subjective time. As you watch the second hand poof, 
Okay, so the Saints one is slow. Good to know. Yeah. Mm. Right. Yeah, you feel like there's a lot more time here. Okay. Um, <sighs> where do we need to go? Uh, we should um, carry on. See what we can uh, see. Look for look for the next set of doors. Uh, the gallery will have uh, should have an access. If we get away, if we find our way out of the gallery, it should lead on into the citadel. Uh, okay. and from there, it's just city streets, and we can work our way through those until we find uh, until we get to my palace, and then we can uh, we can head to the river. Okay. Well, let's hurry along then. Okay. She kind of walks briskly at first, but again, the second time is just. You get the feeling that you have a lot more time here. Um, As you walk, um, she... Kind of alright, I don't really need a rest. Yeah, As you walk then, she she does strike up some conversation with you. So, um... Pretty good friends of yours, huh? Yeah. Um... Must be nice. Do you not have many friends? Oh, I have people come and visit sometimes, but they don't stay for long. It's, um... And a lot of the other folk in here... Well, a lot of them are like, uh... <clears throat> just a little bit like the Azure Executioner and me, try to, and I don't like hanging around him. Oh, right. Do things get weird at your palace? They can. I'll keep you out of his way. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. She kind of mimes this sort of strangling motion to her throat. Oh, right. Okay. Mm. Takes all sorts, I suppose. Yes, yes. But, um... Yeah. They con you continue walking on your footsteps echoing in the hills. How long will it take us? It takes as long as it takes, but the good news is we can cover ground quickly here. True. Tell me... Would you mind telling me a bit about them? Your friends? Why? Passes the time. And I want to know about you. Can I make an insight check and see if there's anything weird going on? You can. Um, seven. She genuinely seems to want to know about you. All right. Um, I don't know where do you where do you want me to start. Well, how did you meet them? <laughs> In a bar. <laughs> um, I was I was in a town called Scowls Cove. Um, on a personal business. And they were sat in the corner of the bar and they looked weird. And I like weird people, I suppose, so I went over. I didn't think the other one was a tiefling, though. They, um, they were dressed up as a dwarf. 
<laughs> fake beard and all. Um, and the, the little guy, don't tell him I called him that. Um, <laughs> I noticed he had um, magic the way I do. You can always tell in other people. Do you um do you see spirits? Oh, um, only if they want to be seen. All right. But yeah, I um said some kind of offensive things, and somehow by the end of the evening, we were all friends. <laughs> it's a good story. Thanks. I don't know if I told it very well. No, I've I've heard it a lot in different forms, but it's always good to hear it. Hmm. Do a lot of people talk to you? For a short time, before they wake, usually. How did you end up here? It's just where I live. I... I vaguely remember a time when people wanted to be loved. And they dreamed of me. Do people not want to be loved anymore? Oh, they do, but they don't stay long. That I stay here. Waiting for them to show up. Do you know a lot about love? Oh, I dearly want to know everything there is to know. I know what people dream about it. <laughs> Me too. I think I know a few things. Have you ever been in love? Yeah. What was it like for you? Different to anything I'd known before. Hmm. Undignified. And, um, God, um, cheesy as fuck, but like a light in the dark cave. <laughs> Everything was pretty shit beforehand. But, um, she made things different. She made me different. Someone different. Mm. Someone to change the world. Show a different way. I always thought she could if she wanted to. <laughs> Maybe she did want to. She didn't tell me everything. Why isn't she with you? I did something very bad. Huh. And then she had to go away. Will you ever see her again? I really hope so. It's the whole reason I'm here. I want to say sorry. 
do you believe you only get one? Could there be another someday? Can't really picture another. Hmm. I, I I have trouble picturing past finding her, to be honest. That's hmm. where everything leads right now. She looks down for a moment. I see. You okay? You look sad. No, oh, just wishing. For what? Someone exciting. You could change the world. Someone to be here. Can't you find someone who'll stay? Hmm? Can't you find someone who'll stay? I haven't yet, but I have hope. One day, maybe. Maybe. One day, maybe I'll find her. Is it someone specific? <laughs> Only if I'm very lucky. <laughs> There's niceness here. Not just horror. It's comfortable in my palace. Everything you can want. Maybe not everything, but a lot of things. I was born near where people dream their, their desires, their hopes. Why do you look like me right now? She smiles and you see her cheeks just colour a slightly purplish uh, jet for a moment. Because I am a reflection of desire. And there's something I desire, I want. If I wasn't spoken for, I'd consider it. I don't even know that I am spoken for. I might uh, not be, but... Come on. She gestures. There's a door there. Right. She leads you on. The door opens up. And outside, as you step from beyond this place, and it feels like you've been walking for quite, for, for a long time, the clock has barely advanced more than a minute. <laughs> you step out into a wide, bustling city. You can see there are high towers and buildings and streets thronged with ghostly sort of looking people and here and there a more physical sort of person 
but this just this just seems to be a bustling urban environment. People of all races, dwarves, elves, maybe drow. It's kind of hard to tell skin color when everyone's a sort of pearlescent white hmm. and half in into existence. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can get the feel. It feels as if you've just walked out from a calm place away from your quest and back into something approximating the world well then oh okay. Wait, where do we um <clears throat> where do we need to go so we need to uh we need to get to uh the palace now uh we want to keep an eye out uh like everything here it moves around but if we find uh if we're lucky we might be able to find one or we might be able to see uh see it from the outside it sometimes it often takes the form of a big building with pillars sometimes it's more like a like a nice looking castle um so your home changes everything changes here that must be a bugger yeah there's only a few solid locations the labyrinth is usually in the center at least around these parts mm -hmm. you can get to a lot of places from the labyrinth but you don't really get to choose where you go the labyrinth picks it oh bugger yeah um, um okay so we're looking for some sort of big palace or house or thing mm. um but um yeah as you walk as you're walking through you notice a group of real looking figures all short with silvery braided hair some of them half shaved with tattoos uh wearing clothes wearing long robes of what just seemed to be flickering multicolored light with mm. purple eyes oh right there are a band of about five gnomes just walking through interacting with these some 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 of sometimes ghostly street vendors some of the more physical these sort of dream escape spirits giving form sampling their wares one of them has uh, a case which they open up at one point and reveal more folds of this beautiful uh, and it's not just multicolored fabric it actually shifts color as you look at it it just seems like to pool like water uh, and they mm. deal with one of the more solid figures exchanging several bars of what seem to be gold <laughs> Uh, in exchange for a crate of this uh, silk-like material. Hmm. Jet, are they good? Could they be helpful? Ah, uh, well, they're real. They're, they're... I'm real, but they're waking like you. Yeah, there's nothing to say you aren't real. Um. But the uh. Well, the no, no, the the gnomes walk. Uh, they they travel around a lot. I guess they're probably shopping for materials. Uh, they like to collect the uh, they, they they collect a lot of the flax from the river, uh, hmm. weave it into silk. It takes very skilled tailors to work. Oh uh, uh, yes, I know one of those. Material because it fights back. Uh, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> the cloth is alive. Is it is it still alive when it gets weaved? Uh yes. It's something about it's it's to do, after after the weaving process, as best I understand it, 
it begins to, it adopts they help shape its personality so it want so it becomes the kind of the kind of clo uh, of clothing you make it into it wants to be that shape after you've woven it this is fucked but it up. fights while you're weaving it that's so fucked up i understand that gnomish tailors tend to be very good combatants because of that this explains a fuck lot <laughs> so much fucking hell right no oh, i've uh, I, I bought a dress from them once it's very nice obedient no but in the best way <laughs> i love her so much celestia full-on giggles and just looks away <clears throat> Fabric. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh. not meta gaming. I'm your conscience. <laughs> <laughs> Tempted to find out how much it is, just out of interest. How expensive is this fabric? Very expensive, I'd imagine. Well, I traded them a case of a dozen hearts' desires. Wow, I definitely can't afford that shit, can I? It's pretty expensive. I understand in the waking world it goes for lots and lots of gold. I don't really, I, I don't how, pay a lot of attention to the economics. How does it work getting heart's desires? Do you, do the people not have them anymore? Do they not want anything? Sometimes. Uh, when people are very low or they feel betrayed... And they know the way to, they know how to visit this place, or they find someone who can. Uh, they will come to me and ask them, and ask me to take away their heart's desire. And that's one of the things I can do because, well, I was sort of born of it. It's always sad, but I understand that sometimes people feel too much pain from it. Or sometimes hags will come and trade it uh, to me for materials. I mean, give me a bit of time and being without a heart's desire might be quite a nice thing. <laughs> well, if you ever change your mind, I will always be here. She looks up at you. I look back at her and smile. She smiles back. All right, let's uh, take a look around. Give me an investigation check as you begin to work your way through the streets of the, of the Citadel of Dreams. By the way, there are ridiculous numbers of things on sale here. Clothes, objects, instruments, like uh, cups, instruments. Um, there. there is food and drink available as well. Um, but Sorry, what was the result of your check? 15. 15. Okay. So as you're, work you're working your way around, but you do, you do notice there are some beautiful instruments. Some of them seem to be just beautifully made versions of Waking World instruments. Others are strange. Like there's one that just seems to be a series of crystal spheres that when you pass your hand over them or arrange them uh. in certain ways plays diff ethereal music. Magical theremin. Oh, um, so is that a theremin? <laughs> um, and How such. big is it? Uh, they're, they're a collection of uh, eight spheres. Uh, they they the, the, uh, And they come with a case that's about... Uh, 
Uh, six inches by six inches by a foot. Could I carry it? Different size. You could carry it uh, quite comfortably. That said, as you're going over, because oh. this is the dream fault, mm. give me a wisdom save. Oh, shit. Ooh, mate. Nine. You begin sort of like, uh, you find yourself asking whether you can test the uh, instrument out. And the vendor, which appears to be a giant toad wearing a waist, uh, wearing a richly patterned waistcoat, goes, Argh. Go ahead. Uh, I fiddle with you it. You start fiddling with it. And these are great. They make the best sounds. It's only as, as and you just just play with them for a while. Until at one point you hear a sort of rattling as uh, an, uh, as a kind of just like seems to be human, but he's got the head of a Doberman. Um, okay. Wearing, you know, just a just a nice set of just a nice long coat and a cravat, uh, walks past pu uh, pushing a cart of various bric-a-brac and junk, including a looking half broken down grandfather clock, which reads nine o'clock. Fucking hell! Uh, I rushedly look away from the cool instrument. Jet, how long have we been here? She kind of blinks. Um, a while. We need to go. Yes, right, uh, yeah. Uh, she kind of grabs, and you, you find yourself still, your gaze still lingering on the uh, instrument <laughs> before you pulled away. Uh, that said, you kind of making sure not to stick around and stare too much. I don't look at anything. Much. No, yeah. no. You do keep looking around. You're having difficulty. You can't look around. There's there's the occasional tower, but they're like Leaning Tower of Pisa type towers. J just towers, not like four buildings. You're having trouble finding palaces or temples or anything that would stand out. Until, uh, as the... Uh, by the way, I, I didn't mention it, but the sky above just seems to be locked in perpetual evening here. Ah. Just one of those beautiful evenings where the cl there aren't many clouds, and it's just like a clear striation from like gold to orange to, mm. to up to blue in the sky the sky is even weirder here yeah. she looks up mm. although I understand this does actually happen in the waking world it does but there's even more variation here it's interesting mm. sorry I only had my first sky two months ago I'm still interested oh, congratulations thank you <laughs> <laughs> um, you're the first person to congratulate me on that I appreciate it oh. well um, you're kind of peering around you're having trouble and then you see just a Flash of midnight blue from an alleyway. Um, Jed? Yes. Something blue over there. She kind of stutters to the side of the alleyway and peers. And you see, walking down the street. Oh, God. What's uh, this going to be? It's, it's the opposite street. So you're looking through an alleyway. You're on one street. On the other side of the alleyway, you just see walking past an eight foot tall uh, figure. Looks pretty male. Uh, kind of humanoid, uh, deep, dusky skin, curly chest hair, mm. uh, wearing a midnight blue executioner's hood. Why are they always <laughs> blue? <laughs> Do they only come in blue and calcidia? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's canon. Uh, <laughs> chest ring, the works, it is an exact copy of the uh, of the fetish gear that you've seen twice before. Anyone ever makes a wiki, they're gonna have a fucking field day, mate. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and he's just sort of walks past, has an apple in one hand, bites down and it sort of crunches as he walks past. Yes. Something on this far, Titus far, far hip that you're not quite sure what. You can't really see it. Oh. Is that one of yours? Uh, no, that's the Azure Executioner. Right. Um, oh, but we do, he does live on the opposite side of the palace. Okay. So if he's just been out shopping, maybe we can follow him home. Maybe we can. Yes. Don't like the idea of following him, but let's do it anyway. Okay. Hey, two thumbs up. <laughs> Stick two thumbs up in return. Uh, give me a stealth check. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, that's re- oh, that's unusually good. 21. No, okay. 22, sorry. You slip, sneak into the alleyways and following this, um... By the way, like, you know, obviously, obviously, like, he doesn't have leggings, but they are ass- like, the, the codpiece, like, the back of the codpiece is arseless. Uh, like, there's a thin G-string of leather <laughs> that covers... The, 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 arseless the... chaps. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! It's like a He's very well muscled. <laughs> it's, you swear he's been oiled as well? Of course he fucking has. I say to Jet, you see, I feel like this should be pleasing me, but well, I I think it takes a very specific sort. Yeah. Oof. There is a moment though. You see what's on his other hip, on, on his other whip. Uh, sorry, on his other hip. It, <laughs> is, it is a midnight blue leather whip at his hip. Oh, oh shit. So, um, I rolled a five on the wisdom save. You just lock up. I freeze. He carries on, unaware of your presence, to the end of the street. Stops, briefly exchanges some words with another of those toad people, and then just carries on. The moment he's out of sight, you feel just, you feel the just locking up slowly start to unfreeze. I lean on a wall for a couple of minutes until it's gone. Jet looks at you. Celestia? (sighs) Might need a bit of help to move here, Jet. It's okay. Is it alright if I... No, nope. no. To give you a hand, like whether to to help you up. Or... No, do not come near me right now. Um, okay. I take a couple of minutes and very slowly get up and just keep distance from everything. Sorry, Jet. Um, That's okay. Let's keep going. Not the first person he's had that effect on, but um... it's not all of him. She smiles a little sadly. All right, let's uh, let's see if we can find his tracks. See if we can uh, if we can see uh, see where he's going. Give me give me a charisma based investigation check if you want to ask. Just just like because you can't really track physical tracks. Yeah, but you can you can sort of I can ask, ask people who've seen people. him. Yeah. Mm. So literally just straight charisma. Charisma plus investigation. So you do amazing. That. Oh, so... it's bollocks. Um, apparently, I'm still a bit shaky because I'm not very charismatic. That's only a 13 from me. 
It takes time for you to get uh, uh, for, for you to catch Henry uh, uh, up with him. You actually end up I going, think I'm probably a bit weird and stuttery <coughs> and yeah. not very endearing for a while. Uh, one of the uh, one of the yeah one of the toad people mis completely misinterprets what you're saying and directs you to just a shop selling executioner's hoods, <laughs> and you end up having to backtrack. Uh, and, and go the other way um, but eventually you do catch again just another glimpse of that midnight blue uh, cape uh, following up you can see you've, you track him for a couple of streets still unseen until he strides into a large open square with a pillar in the centre upon which there is a, cl a clock face currently reading 10.30 Took the time to Fuck. find him again, uh, and you could see. But you can see beyond that, there is a huge building with uh, mar with sort of marble pillars uh, and a big pe pair of double bronze doors. He uh, gets up to them. <sighs> creaks and pushes it open you watch as you're kind of approaching he returns to a so you see you see as you get close up behind you just see watch and get to the end of the of this hallway and there are two doors uh one is both of them are heart shaped one in blue one in red he steps to the blue doors and you see there is a hat stand Yawns, takes his whip, hangs it up on the hat stand, pulls off his hood. I assume as cape. I've already seen it, this is yeah, all right this is, now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you don't have to do it again. Pulls off the hood That's and cape. Um, There's just a really ordinary looking, bald, clean shaven fella's face under there. Looks like someone you'd find down the pub. Yeah, <laughs> just, just yeah. Perfect, hangs, yes. up the, hangs up the hood. <sighs> pulls open his big blue door. Can someone put the tea on? I've had a long day at work. Mm. I don't want to think about what he's been doing. Um, <laughs> Jet, is this? That's way. This way. This way's mine. Okay. And uh, she leads you and pushes open the uh, uh, the big red heart door, and you find yourselves uh, stepping in to a just this beautifully lit very calm pleasant uh, sort of place and again there's that sense of things just calming down a little bit is there a clock? Uh, there is uh, you can see that uh, there is actually uh, in the centre of this so I'll describe this, you find yourself entering a large chamber circular with a with a kind of like a moon, a, a moon door up above for light to shine down on mm -hmm. uh, it seems to be night in here you can see moonlight shining down onto a flower clock oh. um you've never seen one of these before but you've read about them and you can see how the different flowers open seem to open at different hours oh that's so cool Looking down at the oh, I love that. I love these. Looking down at the flower clock, it still thing. seems mm. to be around ten thirty, based on which flowers are open. Okay, I'm going to stare at it for a minute and see if it moves. A flower 
opens, another flower closes. So like one one minute? You you don't really, this doesn't seem to be a really precise way of telling time, but they're not suddenly rapidly going open and closed. Like, it feels like, slow. Yeah. It feels like this might be roughly normal time, you yeah. guess? You're not really sure? All right, um, things have slowed down, that's good. And um, looking around, you can see this, there are lots of comfortable cushions in various rooms throughout. Uh, there are also lots of just diaphanous red, uh, like uh, like pinkish silk curtains about. Every now and again you'll see where a curtain has been closed and just ghostly forms vaguely moving beyond. Um, yeah. your, your place Shrugs. then. <laughs> I say such shit. Like I said, I was born of desire. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I like her. <laughs> she uh, walks you. It's very through, pretty. I say. She walks you through a small, uh, through a, a series of corridors, um, lit by just vaguely sort of rose-tinted candlelight. At one point, uh, she passes uh, a just a spread of chocolates, which have been laid out. Picks one up, pops one into her mouth. I'm not going to have one, because yep. I'm not that stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing Scam's not there. Yep. <laughs> down that you can see, yep, Turkish Delight, looks like on the inside. In this case, it would be Ferozian Delight. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, just journeys quite moments. So where do we go from here? Up to my chambers, and there's uh, we can go via the balcony from there. Okay. She leads you up a set of winding stairs with and you see there are actually just a selection of books or uh, all, all around the stairs like this is a book it's one of those spiral staircases that goes up and there's just bookshelves all around it oh very cool looking at the title spines the titles it's not those kind of books though this <laughs> is all smart all erotic yes. fiction yes. there's uh, not bookcase oh, uh, there's a non-fiction section which appears to be how-to guides Mm-hmm. As well, <laughs> the joy of decks. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty. Some uh, interesting literature you've got here. <laughs> you know, no matter how many of them I read, I never get bored of them. I can imagine. Give it a say, me surely. Surely. <laughs> surely. <laughs> <laughs> So, penned a few myself, actually. Uh, oh, right. <laughs> something to pass the time. She steps up and there is a... <laughs> and you find yourself in a solar, like one of those, like kind of like an atrium, like a really nice receiving area. Mm-hmm. There is off to one side behind a curtain a very impressive sort of uh, four-poster bed. You can just see the outline of behind one of those daphnis pink silk curtains. <laughs> no, I'm picturing the thing in The Sims. You know, in The Sims oh, yeah, 1, how yeah, you yeah. had the like, vibrating love bed. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's what my head is doing. Um, I'm sure it's not, but that's immediately where my um, brain went. But the whole of this room is, is just set up in white marble, pink silk hangings. And there is a table set out in the centre. Set for two. There is um, there are two plates with just just some sort of uh, nice, well cooked looking steak, uh, some greens, a f- 
few a, a, a few well just a, a little bit of uh, well done um, uh, potato on the side two glasses of sparkling uh, white wine a candle a little burning red candle in the middle are you expecting someone been expecting someone for a long time Oof. she walks up to the uh, she walks up to the uh, uh, to a pair of curtains and pulls them aside and you can see beyond Just stay there and make her happy <coughs> there is a balcony we'll be fine there is a balcony uh, and there's a set of steps that lead down from the balcony and beyond you can see there is a field of multicolored grass through which runs a river just pulsing just a vast river of just rainbow colors pulsing down it seems to be the sky above seems to be almost almost morning like just that sort of pre-dawn light mm, that's the river then she turns back to you You wouldn't have to strive here. You wouldn't have to struggle. I have all sorts of food and drink and no doubt your friends will have told you if you don't know already the dangers that presents, but if you never yeah. went back, it'd be fine. I could be, I could be different, world changing. could change my appearance very easily <laughs> if, if you preferred a different look you wouldn't have to torture yourself you make that all sound extremely appealing <laughs> she smiles sadly seem lovely and the idea of it being normal, something not secret, something not fucked up is really, really nice. Um, but my heart is so someone else's. And I'd be doing you a disservice because I wouldn't be yours. She steps up towards you. In the time, you kind of look away for a moment and look back and she's... Because of her powers that she has, she's changed. Not her features, not much, but her outfit has been replaced by that of a long flowing deep purple dress that just seems to hug to her body and gently ripples as she moves. I know. But if you 
permit me. And she raises one hand up, not to your cheek, but near it, just asking. I nod. She touches your cheek, leans in, and gives you a kiss. And you close your eyes. You feel the pressure of her lips against yours. And when you open them again, she's gone. Stand there for a minute. Look around the room for her, check she's not still there anywhere. No, nope, seems then, to be empty. There's just. I guess. Yeah. I'll look for a way down to the river. You step out onto the balcony and the stairs lead down. As you take your steps down, you hear the first of 13 gongs begin to sound. Shit. I run. Slowly. I still run. <laughs> you, you run towards the river. Meanwhile. <laughs> bats! <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, bats! <laughs> Sorry, it was too nice. I had to ruin everything. <laughs> Sorry, I ruined it when Corson had sex. Don't worry. <laughs> Meanwhile, the pair of you, have, having landed have spent the last... God, not, the music change is just jarring. You're not really <laughs> sure. Just slogging your way through just legions of the living dead that have been coming up through this castle. You've been fighting your way through castle, <laughs> through castle halls now. I don't have spells for that shit. <laughs> yeah, no, it's oh, mostly being just have. like there at the front. It's like... Ah, ah. Just shocking grasps to get yeah, rid just of like reactions. You, you've essentially just been docking hallway to hallway while a large number of very slow-moving <laughs> corpses are being like... Was it? I don't like this! <laughs> Keep moving! I'm never going to sleep again! <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do some spell slot conversion moving around like yeah, I yeah. would have done in this time. Yeah. Just so I have what I wanted. Um, you've, been, you've been sort of struggling your way through the castle. Uh, every now and again uh, it's, uh, Smith has been le- uh, looping a noose around and sort of tugging it tight and cracking something's neck to buy you a bit of time. I have run out of second level spell slots. Which is a good time to roll D100. <laughs> Um, 18. I'm sure we've had that and it was bad. 18? That does sound familiar. And bad. Uh, oh, no, it's fine. No! <laughs> just like, just as, a, as a, at a moment where you kind of uh, shocking grasp away a, uh, a, a, a zombie and it stumbles back into its companions, you uh, uh, <clears throat> sneeze and <clears throat> pink feathers grow once again out of your chin into an extended beard. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> This is suddenly somewhat less dramatic and scary. <laughs> but let's well, continue with our epic battle in my beard. This <laughs> 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 is fetching. <laughs> Quickly, through that final door. Then we n- need fight these things no more. And you and uh, String uh, Stringer Smith points ahead, and you can see at the end of this corridor, or, uh, as more of these sh- slow shuffling hordes are crawling in. Ah, uh, you stomach to open the door. door. 
the doors open up, revealing just uh, a grey sort of wasteland beyond. You all peg it out, uh, 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 like run out uh, on the far side of the castle. Uh, the doors <laughs> slamming shut behind you. You stare around, stretching out for at least a, a good few miles. Although there's something else you can faintly see in the distance. Uh, you can see there is what looks to be broken grey land. Here and there, tiny tufts of grass have been uh, have been trodden underfoot by unseen boots. You can see where the, uh, where the ground has been torn apart by explosions, what feels like mage fire or similar. Uh, and you can see scattered all around are skeletons. Not living fighting skeletons, but like the skeletons. Uh, skeletons, broken bodies, with swords and spears thrust into them. You hear in the distance the of musket shot or the deeper of cannons. Uh, the sky overhead is clouded, but lit occasionally by the muzzle flash of artillery fire. Strangers, which way are we going? Where's the river? I've got to make the clock on the floor again. Okay. While he's working it out. <laughs> uh, give me a moment, please. Forgive us. Try. That way! To the shining rivers. Excellent. Um, I'm going to break one of the sticks in half to make a second hand as well. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you can see, you look down, uh, you see that through the fight in the castle, it is now, uh, it is now about, yep, it's now on the 12. Oh. How quickly is it moving? The second, uh, the second uh, hand is moving quickly. You give it a quick count, you would say that time is moving about six, uh, no, no, not quite that fast, but it's moving about twice as fast here as it as it would be in the real world. You, if you, it, but you can now see at the far side of the battlefield there is some sort of glimmering sh shine. You can see the clouds seem to be reflecting multicolored rainbow lights. You you can make it, but you'll need to run across the battlefield. And you, as you watch, you see just some, seemingly coming out of nowhere, a cannonball sails across, <coughs> leaves a a, a, a a foxhole exploded in the ground. I'm going to be out of everything, but we can fly one more time. I think we've got to risk it. Come on, let's go. <laughs> I gather up my finger bones <laughs> and I cast fly on Corzin one more time. Okay. As you do so, Stringer calls uh, up. Remember how I helped you be free. Spread my name. Remember me. And well, you... I have mixed feelings about him still. <laughs> and you find yourself sailing up uh, into the sky. Down below, you see Springer Smith s uh, crouch down on all fours and begins to sprint with terrifying speed beneath you. But not quite as fast as you can fly. <sighs> You see the ghostly forms of units of uh, re uh, of regimented units marching in firing lines uh, around each other, uh, unloading shots. Some falling and disappearing, uh, others marching forward. Some howling with pain. Ghostly figures move a large uh, move large cannon pieces. One of them points up, and you just hear below. Ah, enemy majors! 
Uh, no, just load the great shot. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Uh, and you see uh, it's a few... dodge action the whole way. Yeah, <laughs> cannons go up. Uh, give me, uh, give me a dexterity save with advantage then, as. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, nineteen. God, okay. I looked over at your dice really quickly then and thought that, that was two ones. <laughs> Ooh, it was a seven after one. <laughs> it's all right. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so that's, uh, so that, uh, 22 becomes an 11 points of percussive damage as they, uh, as you evade the worst of the grape shot, but still. Uh, I'm gonna use tides on the concentration check. Yep. Um, that's loads, uh, 21. You just managed to keep it together, uh, and fly out beyond the range of the, uh, grape shot. That said, they're still cannons. They wheel it round. You're about halfway through uh, now as you're just racing along at, at, at ridiculous speeds. Um, they load up a just a round shot. <laughs> so you're taking the dodge action. So this the is with disadvantage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, 14. Uh, currently 15. Shh. Unless it's one off, in which case I'd recast it. Nope. Cool. I have one spell. Left. The uh, the the ball uh, the ball just narrowly <laughs> it actually manages to scrape the side of your uh, of your little jacket ah. uh, as it sails into the air. <laughs> oh fuck! They're flying. <laughs> From up above, you see just you hear <clears throat> and the clouds part, and you see the ghostly form. Of a dreaming dragon sailing oh, down from above. Uh, Give me another dexterity save with advantage. Because I'm still dodging. Yep. Uh, um, me too. Or yep. You too. You're uh, dirty you're, twenty. Dirty twenty. Fantastic. And causing. Oh, uh, is that was advantage as well? Yep. With uh, who? Which of you is doing the flying? Causing. No, you. You just a straight one for you. Okay. Uh, oh, that's a ten. Okay. Uh, Scamp, uh, you take eight. Uh, sorry, no, you take nine points of uh, fire damage. Uh, um, what's is that? Hard for us. Hard for you. So actually four. Hard again. So four. Uh, causing you are less lucky. You take eighteen. Okay, one second. Are you still up? <laughs> I think so. Hang on. Uh. Twelve on the con save. So. Okay. I need to take Warcaster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's such a good feat. But there's something else I want. So no, wait. Eighteen was it? Yep. down by one point. Fuck. Perry, you sail towards the ground. <laughs> Causing you lose death save. Uh, as soon as we hit the ground, I'm pouring a healing potion in Causing's mouth. Uh, you yourself 
uh, take eight points of damage <laughs> as you hit the ground. But fortunately, oh, the mud here is soft for many boots. The ghostly dragon sort of pinwheels along, seeing a more more appealing target. You hear it ah, 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 as it sails down, swoops <laughs> down, and uh, and carries up ghostly dreaming soldiers and its more. First dragon, guys. Yep. It's, and it's having a nap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I use a healing potion on Corzin. Mm. I mean, statistically, most of what a dragon does is have a nap. Yeah. They sleep more than cats do. Mm. Oh, that's pretty good. So bad. that is nine points of healing. <laughs> okay. <sighs> and I'm going to drink one too. <laughs> okay. The. Oh, that's good. Um. So that's seven. Seven for you. Yeah. Well, at least it's double digits now. Okay. The. Uh, just slightly worse. The you find yourselves scrambling forwards and slip down into a set of. Uh, uh, actually, trench warfare has not yet been invented, so it won't be into trenches. <laughs> okay, you're just into a natural furrow in the dirt, uh, and you kind of find yourselves running along. Just before, as you're reaching the very end, though, still running with everything you have, you see a small unit of about four ghostly uh, musketmen spot you. Over there! War of the enemy! And they're going to turn and present their muskets to you. Uh, at you. Uh, give me a quick initiative check. Okay. Let's see where you're at before then. Eight. Oof. Ten. Okay. <laughs> they fire off shots um, neither of those hit. one shot uh, hits Corzin okay uh, and uh, does five damage half to two because they are dreaming <laughs> okay. it's, it's not as effective as uh, uh, against you as something native to the dream uh, fold would be. You feel uh, the bullet kind of pass into you and then vanish from existence. Imagine that's weird. Oh, oh. And he, he's going to reflexively look down and, and like sort of tap at where he was hit. Yeah, like is well, there's, there is like it's more like you've just got a really heavy bruise there. <laughs> they seem perplexed at uh, the fact that you they've not managed to shoot you. However, uh, I think it was. Scamp then Corzin. Uh, no, it's Corzin then Scamp. Yeah, Corzin rolled slightly higher. Okay, how many are there? Four, but they're all neatly t uh, stuck together in a little firing cube. Right, I'm going to um, light one of my bombs and throw it at them. <laughs> okay, uh, right, roll damage. Roll this out. Okay. Uh, how many E6? Uh, I think it's three. Three, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. Twelve damage. Save uh, for half. Okay. D uh, they, they, two of them do save for half, but they're, they're, again, they've got half of their normal hit points because they're dreaming. So the bomb <laughs> scatters them, and it literally seems to tear their forms into shreds, which just sort of fade away. 
as you as four as four soldiers somewhere in the world ah, 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 wake up with it uh, in a cold sweat you tr uh, run on through the uh, uh, through the rot in the earth and scramble up uh, and you see you just reach the end of this battlefield uh, and you just hear in the distance you thought, but there you can see up ahead surrounded by gleaming multicolored uh, the multicolored grass of different kinds there's a deep river just winding through the land just a brightly colored iridescent rainbow liquid just flowing through and on the far side of the river you see the form of Celestia running towards you I am pegging it, yeah. Yeah. How many fifth, is that? By the fifth one, the pair of you, uh, you're, you're now either side, uh, either side of the river, uh, and you hear a voice. Quickly, over this way! And you look down the river and you can see Fighty, uh, who ha whose clothing is torn, it's ripped, He's acquired a straw hat from somewhere. Is, <laughs> it, it appears to be hunting a gondola, which is shaped like a like a swan. Of course he is. You have no idea what the fuck he's gone through. Uh, he appears I'm to have, shout to Corson, You can still fly. He appears to have hickeys all up and down his arm. Okay, good. That's he horrifying. Can, uh, he can still fly. Okay. Yeah, 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 you were unconscious, but I just checked for my last damage thing. I didn't lose concentration. You didn't lose concentration. You can still fly. Uh, just... Right, Corson is gonna um, uh, say, gra uh, grab onto my back and. I fucking peg it over to Fighty. Yeah. Halfling Superman it. <laughs> and Fighty hunts over to the edge where you are, because you guys are from fly, and he points and you can see kind of hovering raggedly in the air near the uh, near the, uh, the multicolored sort of flaxen grass uh, by the side of the river. You can just see what seems to be some sort of town, uh, like a village or something, uh, beyond with cobbled streets and just above the, uh, on the far side, the pre-light of dawn. And again, boom, 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 quickly, through! Uh, and just as you hit, nine, ten, eleven, the four of you hurl yourselves, Celestia and Fighty uh, leaping through, Scamp and uh, Corzin flying. flying through. And Jeffrey. And, and Jeffrey, Jeffrey <laughs> who's been here the whole time. <laughs> who's been freaking out during that whole castle fucking encounter. Fucking hell, oh my who's god. Who's freaking out during the whole castle zombie encounter. Poor, this poor fucking um, monkey. We've... You all Somebody used to call through. the RSPCA. <laughs> um, uh, uh, through, just, uh, just before the 13th gong can ring. And you find yourself. Well, you'll find out next time. Ah! Oh, you <laughs> Thank you. Next all year. Very next, much. We'll find out, next we'll find year. out in 2019 oh, for us. Or oh, it's already 2019 for you, listeners. So, thank you all very much for playing. Thank you all very much for listening. And farewell from all of us here at Flintlocks and Fireballs. Fair seas and natural twenties. A simple life's only in dreams Where love can be all that it seems 
Where nightmares ride like wolves on bats and chase you on like scurrying rats. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Cassinier. No kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.